This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains conversation pieces that are opinionated. It also contains conversation pieces about COVID-19. If you would like information about COVID-19, please visit cdc.gov. Media suppression, simply put, is the deliberate act of controlling or limiting the flow of information by those in position of power. It takes various forms, from overt censorship in state-controlled media in authoritarian regimes to more subtle manipulation and biased reporting in democratic societies. Regardless of the method, the goal remains the same, to prevent the public from accessing certain news or viewpoints. In countries ruled by authoritarian regimes, media suppression is a tool of oppression. Governments tightly control what information is put forth ensuring that only their approved narratives reach the public. Censorship laws, state-controlled media outlets, and the imprisonment or harassment of journalists who dare to challenge the status quo are common tactics used to stifle and control public opinion. Think of places like North Korea, China, and Iran, where the government's iron grip on information is suffocating. But media suppression is not limited to authoritarian states alone. Even in democracies, where freedom of speech and the press are fundamental rights, it can rear its head in more insidious ways. Governments may interfere with media organizations, exerting subtle pressure or offering incentives to shape the narrative in their favor. Corporate influence, financial pressures, and the consolidation of media ownership can also limit the diversity of voices and perspectives in our media landscape. When a few powerful entities control the flow of information, it undermines the very essence of democracy. Media suppression has grave consequences for our society. It erodes transparency, stifles freedom of speech, and restricts the public's right to access accurate and diverse information. Without a free and vibrant press, we are left in the dark, unaware of the truths and realities that shape our world. We become susceptible to misinformation, propaganda, and manipulation. Our ability to make informed decisions is compromised, and our trust in media institutions are eroded. To combat media suppression, we must be vigilant. We must advocate for and protect press freedom, recognizing it is a cornerstone in our democracy. Supporting independent journalism is crucial, as it offers alternative perspectives and holds those in power accountable. We must demand transparency in media ownership to prevent undue influence and promote a diverse media landscape that reflects the richness of our society. And we must be critical consumers of information, seeking out reliable sources, fact-checking, and resisting the allure of sensationalism. Our democracy depends on an informed citizen, one that has access to accurate, unbiased information. Media suppresses, poses a direct threat to the idea, but it is a challenge we can overcome. In this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, Joey and I will dive into media suppression from past, current, and to the future. This episode begins now. Hello there, Joey. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, sir. Joey, I, this is this is the episode where I I think um, it's all going downhill from it here. It all goes downhill. 
<laughs> it's a it's a conversation where it's it's conspiracies. So you know what that means, right? You know what we have to touch on. Well, I mean, it, it's conspiratorial if you're talking about stuff that aren't facts, right? It's like so whatever we talk about that is fact, you know, you can say it's fact, and whatever we talk about that isn't fact, we can say you know this is like conspiratorial or considered conspiratorial. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm going to just say this for everybody listening. We're talking about conspiracies. We're talking about things that have happened that were declared fake news years ago and have come to light to be real, factual happenings. So we're treading on politics. We're going to use our words very carefully. We're not showing which side of politics we're on. We're literally stating facts. Some of the sources that we're using today go from CNN, MSNBC, Fox, Newsmax, and a couple of other outlets, Epoch Times, Bronx, Bronx Times, New York Post, um, Washington Post. We're using a whole bunch of things. So, you know, we're just putting it out there that if you are one of those people that, you know, gets offended based on some conversation pieces, which we are literally taking from news sources, maybe this might not be the episode for you, but... It's a lot of conspiratorial stuff that came out to be true, which has happened in the last couple of years. A lot of these conspiracy theories came out to be true. Um, more of them, like 95% of them, ended up being true. So we're actually going to start, Joey, with something that I've touched on, I think, two or three times on my podcast. And you weren't on as the co-host yet, but mm -hmm. uh, good old COVID-19, bro. Starting there. <laughs> We're starting there, Joe. Yeah, we're getting canceled. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting. We're getting. I mean, listen, I, I did the whole like, you know, this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains. So, you know, and um, you know what? We can start with, we can actually start with that because it's something very interesting. Have you noticed that I actually, I saved it and let me, let me see if I, I have it in uh, my folder. But just two days ago, I said it to you, it was. The YouTube or social media took the Election Interference Act, anything that has to do with the elections. Right. They took it out. Like now. Oh you, yeah, yeah. Now you can talk. Now about, you can publicly talk about, about the election interference. Yeah. I think it's probably because they realize they can get sued for not letting people have opinionated pieces. Well, not only that, but a lot of the stuff that has been hitting the news, like. Something that happened today, which was great timing, so we could talk about it. But a lot of the stuff that happened turned out to be right. It, it comes out to be factual later on, when in fact beforehand it was considered taboo to say, you know. I got to figure it. out where I sent you this, but yeah. So the, it came out. Paraphrasing here, but just a couple of days ago, I think YouTube took out the feature where. Uh, you know, it, you couldn't talk about certain news in regards to elections interference, not just elections, but like election interference, right. which a certain individual, I won't even say the name so that we don't get canceled right off the bat four <laughs> minutes into the episode. But <laughs> they did say that there was election interference and something to that extent. And you know what? Now YouTube took that whole thing off and now you can post now freely about free. it. free. To post about it. Right. Well, you and, should be free to post about whatever, you know, ideas or conspiracies you have. doesn't mean that it's factual. I think what 
I think what society is doing is kind of dangerous in terms of like not letting people have the freedom to say what they want creates uh, but that's what i was going to get into it creates distrust on both ends like right like if you're looking at from the conspirators perspective oh you're not letting me say this because there's some validity to it right and and that creates a whole beast in itself and then yeah like you're like oh you're not letting me say it so it must be true. It must be true. So you're and, feeding and then, the beast. And then also like, hey, I thought this was America. This I'm free to say things, right? Like to an extent, yeah, we're free to say things. We're not free to say like really harmful, hateful things. Uh, I don't I don't know how harmful it is to talk about the possibility that, you know, there's fraud in, in a possible election. Um, I, I definitely don't think it's harmful. Maybe it's harmful to a political side, right? depending on what political side is committing the fraud. But other than that, like the typical average everyday person doesn't give a shit about like election fraud, you know, like every, people got their jobs and their bills. And if, if it turns out that it's true, it's true. It's like, Hey, all right, so what? But the whole thing is like not letting people talk about it is, is a lot of controversy there. In the years of 2020, <clears throat> Actually, I'll backtrack a little bit. I believe starting around 2016, the media suppression via social media was a big thing. You've seen a lot of things get posted, taken down. It was the first time in my life on social media, and I go back to the MySpace days. First time in my life where I actually seen on Instagram and Facebook, this has been fact-checked. I'm like, what the fuck is a fact-check, right? By the way, explicit language. Explicit? Explicit. <laughs> okay, so just letting you know, because this is a, a subject that gets me really amped up. So there's been from season one to like season three, you didn't really hear me cursing. And like lately, you've been hearing me cursing. I try to, I try to keep it in check now because I got the YouTube. Yeah, well, like, I, I'm finding myself going back and like editing out some of the I'll curses. I'll curse for you, say. buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> this is where it's on Spotify, Apple Podcast. I changed the uh, the podcast like stuff where it, 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 it said, like, you know, is there an explicit content and i changed it to like yeah there is now because oh, okay. i noticed you know right. so it, it, it's on there but from 2016 to a couple months ago i noticed that fact checking was like you know you post something and it was like fact check this is not true right so you've seen it more i feel like a lot more during covid right um and the elections 2016 even after but during COVID, there was like, you, you post something and the video would be taken down. You post a, a yeah, doctor. A doctor I'm pretty sure I something. probably posted some stuff that yeah, got taken fact, down right fact away. Fact checked. You know, you've been fact checked. Your, your account's on warning. I'm like, on warning for what? For posting something from a legit doctor? You know? Yeah. And the most interesting thing recently that I've seen is the, it was a, I believe it was a congressional hearing. And this congressional hearing had, I don't know the name of the lady, but it, it's out there. And you, you put on Google, um, I might have it saved actually, but if you put on Google, congressional hearing, uh, Twitter high, Twitter hid me, uh, medical doctors or suppressed medical doctors' opinions, this lady grills this former worker of Twitter. Now that yes, Twitter was- it went, it went viral. I think everybody right, heard so of this Twitter, Twitter unless Unless you're like- Unless your algorithm is like completely in a bubble for, you know, just everything that's. 
I'm trying to find that. I don't, I don't have it. Non-conspiratorial, saved. like if you if you can just you, follow pages that are just. Like, can you try to pull it up? Um, and and I want to play it, but this lady grilled these former workers of Twitter, right? And she was saying, "Why did you hold actual doctors from posting things on Twitter when they're med- they have a medical degree?" They study science, they're biochemists, they're doctors themselves, and you hit, and then she really couldn't answer. And that's when we'll play the video when you pull it up. And that happened a lot. Now, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Very right at the beginning of the of the pandemic, a lady came out with a with a, a documentary. And it was like right at the beginning. And it was called Plandemic. You remember that? Yeah. I can't find it. I know I screened, I screen grabbed the entire the entirety of that documentary was somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes long. And it, it, and everything she said in it, maybe not everything, but damn near everything came true. They said that it was, they're putting something in your body that is going to end up eventually hurting people and killing people. It was a form of population control. It was a form of making money. All right. Congress or congressional hearings grilled Anthony Fauci for gain of function. Right, and then like just to preface, like we did see one of the um, at least one of the um, COVID nineteen vaccinations, the Johnson and Johnson one, get pulled from the market because early, was super early. There was a lot of blood clot rates. A lot of people did die from it, and that these are like these are factual things. Now, people are being well. The powers that be are being smart. They completely shut down the mandates, and you can't even get the COVID vaccine anymore. And I just this is. As of what yesterday, they are people are not getting the boosters. Mm. Like the booster rates are like now. I think they're still giving boosters, but not the initial vaccine. So I, I will say, like I drive in and I listen to Ten Ten Wins in the morning just to see what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And they used to like they used to ram at home because Ten Ten Wins is sponsored by Pfizer, so they mm-hmm. used to ram in like the the advertisements for the COVID nineteen shots. Felt felt like I was being like, you know. <laughs> like constantly harassed about about the shot um it's kind it's kind of annoying i get i get why they're doing it they're like quote unquote trying to like save people like help people not you know get violently ill from this thing which which certain people had the predisposition to getting really sick from covid19 um i've known a lot but yeah, it just, it felt like a lot of like propaganda every day, every day, every right. day, every day. But and in the recent months after Musk took over Twitter and released certain things. I found the clip, by the way. Oh, let's play the clip let's first. The clip. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay, what makes you think you or anyone else of Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? We have a program did the u.s government ever contact you or anyone at twitter 
to censor or moderate certain tweets, yes or no. We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. This per- Yikes. 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 So that's a Twitter executive, like just former, blat- former Twitter mm-hmm. executive, just blatantly saying like, yeah, they told us to do it. But like they're censoring, they're censoring their own government's information, which is, which is crazy. And then like that, that gets the conspiratorial people riled up because it's like, you see, we fucking told you, you know, like mitocarditis, right? In the beginning is rare, rare, super rare, super rare. It happens. You'll, you'll, you might, it's like one in 160 people get it. Super rare with some, whatever. And then mitocarditis. Strokes. They're they're literally. There's a report that's out. They're they're trying to study why the stroke risk is so high in young adults now, and they're trying to use when you get COVID, when you had COVID, right? That that getting the COVID disease, the actual sickness, was the reason why people now are getting high stroke risks. No. Everything that's happening now with these unexplained deaths, strokes, blood clots, heart attacks, all of that coincides with the release for everyone getting the vaccine. Right. Now, all of a sudden, the vaccine is, oh, no, you don't need it. There's another study that just came out that says almost everybody in the United States is immune to COVID-19, vaccinated or not. Yeah, I mean, the virus has made its way around by it's, now. But that was, Everyone and I said it. this in past episodes, bound to happen. The common cold was once deadly. Yeah. Once everybody gets the common cold, your immune system knows what it is. Yeah. You're going to fight it off. I said that. People that said natural immunity was just as good as the vaccine, fact-checked. Right? They got fact checked. They were like, no, 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 you got to get it. Oh, that's something like Fauci himself now has to concede to and say. Yes. Natural immunity has been proven to be stronger than the vaccine. To get the vaccine. You've people, New York City would not let you sit and eat in a restaurant. It wouldn't let you work. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't let let you work. Provide for your family. And then this is the best. And I'm sorry to the people that are like lefties or liberals. They're like, well, they didn't force you. (laughs) They, They didn't force you to get it. You know, you had, you a had dec- to do it in here. Uh, well, yeah, you had a decision. No, 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 no. The decision was when, starve or uh, get your decision was lose your job and not have money, or get the vaccine. So that's kind of like you're being forced to do yeah, it. They gave you a really high ultimatum. It's really yeah. set the standard high. You know, and then I have a friend that uh, didn't get this basically what they're saying is go get another fucking job that doesn't require. I told you to my friend before they mandated it that they're going to mandate it. No, they won't do that. Then they did it, and he's like, I don't agree with it, but it's for the good of no, dude, no. And he, he was one of the same people that said, well, they didn't really force you. Yeah, dude, they did. Your job or the vaccine. That is crazy. There's people that regret getting it every single day. Yeah. Now with all this stuff, it says in one of the reports, it says people are, are not getting the booster because they fear of the health concerns. Let's see right here. Um, yeah, from, from Fox News, okay? And I found this under New York State against mandates. Most United States adults are declining COVID boosters as CDC, this is from CDC, mm-hmm. as the CDC warns of health risks. So you made damn near everybody get this fucking vaccine and now there's health risks. When the same conspiracy theorists were telling people this is going to happen, 
Right. And you know, so I would love to go to some of my liberal friends, but hey, did you get your booster? Is that like, that's still a thing? You know, like get your booster. Like what? Yeah. Conspiracy yeah. I'm theory. actually looking it up now. There's a few news sources that posted the um, uh, adult things or, or adults declining the COVID-19 vaccine. Any of them the mainstream media? Um, like, uh, you know, CNN, MSNBC. USnews.com. US News Pfizer. is pretty, yeah. US News. So all these conspiracy theories, like this is... So this it is says what, uh, Pfizer, Moderna hit a new... Uh, there's like patient lawsuits occurring with Pfizer and Moderna. I thought you couldn't get. I thought you couldn't sue them. I guess the like people are gonna try to sue anyway. Well, you know what's crazy, man? The reason this episode is t- titled "What the News Isn't Telling You" is because the news wasn't telling. They knew this stuff. You don't think they knew? Well, I think that maybe the people at the top. I I, I don't think that reporters uh, like. There's there's always compartmentalization. Like people who are doing their jobs day to day, some of them are like as in the dark as we are, right? Like they'll get information from the higher up. Say this is what you're reporting to be the news. Nobody really. I I feel like journalism is kind of dead because like real true journalism because people are just reporting what they're hearing that's coming factual from the top, and the top isn't always correct. Like as we know, like time has gone on things have changed right like um the efficacy of masks has changed now they're saying you know you need a specific type of mask and it only works for x amount of time and if you've if you're keeping up with the stuff like if you're reading well, some of the stuff which most it, people aren't Fauci right? like, backtracked towards the end of him leaving and said yeah the mask really didn't have any effect on of it. course because people the majority like 90 percent of the people weren't using the even the right mask to begin with so i have a friend who worked with a certain tool industry. And in the beginning when shit was real, right? Because I worked at a hospital and I seen, I, I, they, I, to make people realize, I never will ever say COVID wasn't a real thing. It was absolutely no, it was real. Absolute, there was an actual, I, I got it. Like, I was on the front it's front a, lines. It's a, listen, and I don't, I don't get sick, man. I haven't, I've ever, I mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the channel. I've been vegan for like close to damn near 10 years now. And since I, since I went vegan, I literally haven't got a fucking, like not, not even the sniffles up until COVID. And I, I didn't, I wouldn't say it hit me crazy hard, but hard enough to know that I was sick for the first time in a long time. And the side effects, like the not being able to, taste I wouldn't say not being able to taste and smell. I've definitely gotten sick like that in the past when I was younger, not being able to taste and smell, losing my senses. So that was not really a big deal for me. And everybody was kept talking about that. I was like, oh my God, you you lose your, eh, whatever. It's happened before. It's happened with other colds and other viruses in the past. And I've personally experienced it when I was much younger before COVID-19, obviously. But um, the way that it made me feel in terms of like breathing, I would get these like I don't even know if it was breathing or I felt felt like like heart palpitations, like like something was happening in my chest, you know. And then I like I'm fine for a little while, and then all of a sudden, like a like you know, um, I guess uh, anxiety the, the, attack. N- or not just anxiety, but the the feeling that you get when you go swimming for too long when you're a kid, and then you go to take a deep breath, and then you got water in your lungs, and you're like, oh shit, you know, like that that almost that feeling, yeah, right. Um, 
And I was like, this shit is not normal. This is a Frankenstein virus that was, <laughs> you know, like, it's for lack of a better word, like constructed, you know, like it felt like, how could something like this populate naturally in nature? I've never gotten sick that way where it felt, where it made me feel like I couldn't fucking breathe. Dude, I, I, I got it. Um, I was deployed. I worked at a hospital in the Bronx at the time and I was deployed to a facility that would test employees from the hospital. They were told to go here, get tested to make sure that you were good to work and keep working during the pandemic because you were needed frontline worker. Okay. I was deployed and my job was to pick up the samples of the swabs from the employees going there, bring it to the lab and do that about three to four times a day. I ended up getting it within like a week and a half of working there. And I didn't have any of the telltale symptoms at the time. It was only three and I was sick. Like I lost my taste and smell. I had the fever. I felt like I had a flu to be honest with you. A week after it kind of like went away, there was one day I was sitting in the work truck waiting to pick up, you know, the, the samples, that same thing you described, I was sitting in the truck and out of nowhere, I just felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I was like, whether it was an anxiety attack, cause I, I do have anxiety. I'm sure that adds to it, right? I could, I could not catch my breath. I got out of the truck. I shut the AC off cause it was warm. I got out of the truck and I'm walking around trying to like catch my bearings. I ended up calling my aunt. And then my aunt is somebody who is, she's a doctor. I would, I go to her for all sorts of information and questions and stuff before I actually go into a doctor's office. Now more than ever, I have trust with doctors. Just simple as that. That's my opinion. I, I, I feel with everything that went on, I just don't trust doctors anymore. I, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be very honest with you. I and, mean, you got to take everything that everybody says with a grain of salt. Like for instance, um, and not to discredit doctors, but like when you're when you're taking your kid into into the doctor's office and then they're like giving you like nutritional advice on what you should feed your child and blah, blah, blah. like doctors they unless you're speaking to a doctor who has a degree in nutrition who specializes in nutrition don't take advice from that doctor on nutrition because doctors they don't go through very much like I'll be honest actual registered dietitians and nutritionists sometimes know more about you know food than actual doctors doctors regular emergency regular room doctors, yeah, exactly primary doctors, primary doctors yeah. your primary care doctors um if you want real true like uh advice like seek out nutritionists seek out doctors that are nutritionists that, that actual have their doctorate's degree in nutrition they'll be able to tell you like the breakdowns of the amino chains and this and that like what you actually need what vitamins are relevant what, what you should be mixing in your diet like so that's just that, that's an example of like take everything with a grain of salt especially even from professionals you know what i mean i um re i i referred to my aunt for a few times for things and you know when i had the doubt there was some doubt you know, once things died down a little bit, like come June and COVID was kind of dying down, I was like, you know, and then when the boot, the, the vaccines came out, she was like, you should get it. You know, I've seen people dying and stuff like that. After we kind of had a little, I, I wouldn't say argument, but she kind of like got, you know, emotional on the phone with me because I was having doubts and I was questioning things. I stopped asking her about it. I would love to get her opinion on things now. I would like, but I don't want to, you know. Now that the dust has settled a little I bit. I don't want to cause that friction between me and her because we have a good relationship and she does a lot for me and my family. But, you know, like this stuff is coming out now in the news, like myocarditis, uh, the, the strokes, the uptick in things. It's coming out. Now the vaccine right. is to, not. To be fair also, like people are, 
experiencing mild myocarditis just from COVID itself. Right. COVID, but COVID is an inflammatory virus and people were having inflammation of the heart because right. of just the virus. Right. But they're saying that a lot now. And, and But the vaccine is also, like, if you think about the way the vaccine works, and I'll, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing mm-hmm. right? Like um, we know that it, it it's helping your body create the spike proteins for, necessary for COVID-19 in order to neutralize the virus, right? right? Now- could those spike proteins be the reason that we're getting myocarditis in the first place, right? Like if you're introduced to the virus, your your body's going to produce natural, it's, or it's going to produce antibodies to it. Um, so it, it's very possible that the spike proteins from the virus are causing myocarditis, I, whether they're synthesized or not. People that never had gotten COVID that had to get the vaccine and are experienced problems. I go to my barber fairly regularly. Once every two weeks, three weeks. Every time I go in there, he tells me another horror story that one of his customers, you know, that got the vaccine or got the booster more and more a couple months ago when it was still kind of necessary, I guess, or during when it was, you know, he random heart attacks, feeling bad, heart problems all of a sudden, like never had a heart problem. Right. You know, healthy person. I never seen the amount of sudden deaths and young people dying ever in my life until the last couple up until the last couple of years like random people dying uh, a figure skater like a woman's hockey player um celebrities um there's some i don't know how true it is some rumor with Jamie Foxx that's that's going about that he had to get yeah. it. I, mean, I don't know how true it is nothing's been confirmed Nothing a lot of people are like reporting it so yeah, it's it's sort of noteworthy when people are saying it because the information did come from somewhere. And if you go down that rabbit hole, I'm pretty sure you can find out who said who Just, was the original person or the original but it's, source of information. the number game is like I feel like they're putting it out there like you know the stroke thing with kids like young adults. It's happening because they had gotten COVID at some point, and that's why they're getting it. No, dude. These, some of these kids got the vaccine because you made them get the vaccine or whatever it is. Right. And in the very beginning, they said kids don't get COVID like that. And if they do, it won't be as bad. They were trying to push vaccine on, on kids. Yeah, why, why force them to get and it? And recently, they said the vaccine, there's no need for the kids to get the vaccine. Like that report came out in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like do, you, do you remember like, the, like in the very beginning, they were like, oh, uh, kids shouldn't get two. Like Moderna and Pfizer had two shots. That kids shouldn't get both shots, that they were only supposed to get one shot because if two shots could have been too much for them. I remember hearing that way back. And uh, I, I, I don't even know if the protocol has changed, but like I know for a while kids were only getting one dose. Zero young, this is from Epoch Health, zero young healthy individuals died of COVID-19. In the beginning, they were saying, Everybody can die from COVID-19. And Joe Rogan became very popular with saying it's affecting people that are overweight and have comorbidities, right? right? And then you, if you said that, no. Even it, even he's kind of like stopped talking about it because he's gotten so much fucking slack over it. Yeah, but he, he recently had he a doctor on him. it, uh, a doctor come on and talk, retouch it uh, recently. Uh, this doctor was uh, from London and his, he lost his father. And it was like something going on with the... EMTs and the ambulances over there didn't get to him on time, but like he had gotten the shot. His father, he was talking about it fairly recently, but in the beginning they were like, no, it affects everybody. And like in the last seven to eight months, and I mentioned this on the, on one of the episodes, 
it came out and I had an argument with one of my, my friends who was, he sways to one side of politics, you know, and he's, he's there, you know, he hates certain, he basically doesn't like anybody on the right or whatever. And I was like, in the beginning, I was like, it affects people that are overweight, have comorbidities, are elderly. And he was like, no, it affects everybody. Da, 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 da. It can affect everybody. Then it came it, it, out. It, it may not be deadly for everybody. Yeah, it affects I mean? people. They get sick, but it kills. It has more deadly consequences to those people, like you know, right, what, right. what Joe Rogan was saying. And then it came out that, yes, it does. The majority of people that died, yes, young people did die that had no illnesses. But it was like, but it killed more people that were overweight, smoked, cancer. Elderly killed more of them. What people said in the beginning that were fact checked, and the media says no, it kills everybody. Like, like they CNN had a counter of people dying. Like yeah. they made sure they kept that counter. Like, why would you even do that? Yeah, but the the counting itself wasn't even accurate. Remember that? Like, they were like uh, somebody like there was a guy who uh, crashed his motorcycle. Yeah, Is which it, they said that was fake too. Yeah. Everybody that died, they were uh, you know the conspiracy theorists were like, oh. They were counting deaths of people that died not of COVID. And they were like, no, that's not true. That came out, that to, came be out to be true. That came out to be true, yeah. It also came out to be true that ventilators, that they were throwing everyone on a ventilator. Like if your blood oxygen level was like a 95 and it wasn't a 98 or a 99, they were throwing you on a ventilator. It also came out that ventilators were killing people. That a lot of ventilators killed a lot of people that didn't even need to be Can on Can we ventilator. confirm that? Like 95? Is, it, is 95 the number? No, that's the certain... oxygen level. Well, that, what, that's what I'm saying. Like... Can we confirm that, like, that's the oxygen level that they were waiting for people to get to in order I to? Because listen, sometimes I put my finger in that fucking thing, and I'm like 95, just chilling, like normal, like 95 or 98. I, I know that they were throwing people on, like, if it was like you maybe know, too not, soon. Yeah, too soon, and that that report came out. And by the way, you can everything we're talking about, you can just Google because we're like we're flowing through this episode. We have things in front of us, but everything we say, if you want to fact check us, you can find it on the internet. Like it's right, it's right. it's out there now. The ventilator thing. I just, yeah, for sure. I feel like they probably like vented people too soon. You have to let people like go through the course of the virus. Are, are people's oxygens are it are are there going to be individuals where their oxygen level is affected throughout the like? For instance, I got COVID, and just just to play it safe, I was just like I have one of those little meters to mm. test my oxygen level. And sometimes when I was sitting on the couch while I was sick, while I was really feeling it, like really in the throes of, of the virus my oxygen level got down to like 90 but like at no point did i feel like i was like gasping for air i, de- I definitely felt like it got it to wasn't a hundred percent pandemic when i like started reading everything like when the when the covid like the the height of it in the beginning right. started dying down i was like i'm not going to the hospital there was there was there was videos of people that Wanted to leave, and they were forcing them People to were stay. Scared to go to the hospital. Yes, dude. they were forced. There's a video of a guy being forced and saying, "If I don't make it out of the hospital, they killed me." Right. Like, dude, that's fucking crazy. My grandmother had colds, just regular colds. Like, they didn't leave. My grandmother didn't leave the house, and we protected her really well. We didn't even really go around her, which is like, it's very sad because like, um, she passed away recently, and I feel like this happened to a lot of people. It's one of the things that I regret. I like, I regret. And then people were like, well, you know, you were you were being cautious and you you saved her. But like the pandemic cost me time with someone that I love dearly. Like, why couldn't I just make sure and just test myself for COVID and then go see them? But the media sensationalized like 
stay away from yeah. your elderly, stay away from your grandparents. There was stay people away from that, your... that had and like, family members. And my, and my whole family like bought into it. And not, and not to say that we, you know, we're like we bought into, it. I don't want to make anybody in my family feel bad in any way, but we were, we were truly, and not me personally, but they were truly like scared cautious and scared yeah, everybody was at it one was point. so sensationalized i'm listen again and i wanted to see my grandmother i wanted to see my aunt i just stayed away because i'm saying this so that again now like this is 20 minutes has passed covid was very real and everyone followed the protocol because no one knew what was going on but when a couple of months passed by like i was like like you know my dad's old he's in the at the time he was like early 70s now he's in his mid 70s Dude, I was very cautious. I didn't want to go. I was working at the hospital. I didn't want to go in the house. I, I, you know, I didn't want to drop my clothes off at my mom's house because my dad was there. I was very cautious too. But then things like certain things started leaking out very early during the pandemic right. that that weren't making sense. You know what I mean? Like they weren't making sense. You know another thing that I'd fact check during the COVID thing, Cuomo's whole nursing home thing. Oh, that's actually valid now. It's valid. He, it was a conspiracy I didn't, theory. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, it was a conspiracy theory back then. He sent COVID patients to nursing to, homes. To nursing homes and they got everybody else sick. And killed them. Yeah. Like, and those are the people that were on the highest risk. Like very susceptible. Yeah. Right, right. The elderly people. And now there's people trying before, to but and this would be like to preface, people before trying, a vaccine was even available for yes, these elderly. And there's people trying to get him to testify under oath that, you know, did you do this? Because he, he wrote a book during COVID to and released it. Because right. he was being praised as one of the best governors. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. So, you know how many times people got caught lying and the media kept that? The whole COVID thing was so suppressed. They had YouTube channels with actual doctors that were getting taken off YouTube. Certain yeah. videos. That, that to me is crazy. Like, you need you need to let people express their freedoms and, and their education. But what's there's, crazier is... And the, obviously, there's, like I said, there's a lot of doctors out there that... Like, there's fucking chiropractors that talk about nutritional advice. There's like... And you've you've seen them like these carnivore diet guys like dude you're a fucking chiropractor like there's or, or you're a physical therapist or you're what made me mad is that people were like being so brainwashed like I would tell my friend who's sways to like really like the farthest left can possible and he was like no that's not happening no this is not happening and like everything that he said is not happening that I said was happening has fucking came true. Like to this day, it's like, I would love to, like, I don't want to jeopardize my friendship by just randomly being, Hey dude, you remember when I said this? Remember when I said that? You know, like just show him the fucking news now and be like, look, and jeopardize the friendship over it. But like, I told, like, I just want to know, did, does any of that, that I told you that you would tell me I was wrong coming to light now from the nursing homes to the, the, the vaccines, the mandates to like everything that is literally true now. That me, like he, and he obviously watches a certain news station. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it's like, it's crazy. You always, you always have individuals and fear is, uh, it's a killer because you're always going to have individuals that turn to their source of comfort. And if their source of comfort is a specific news station, whatever, whatever is propagated on that channel and whatever they want to talk about, whatever's the big topic of the day is, is it's. Their word is as good as gold to a lot of people. They literally caught Anthony Fauci lying under oath. Right. Like he got caught yeah. lying. I and don't that, know and how. That's the thing. Like people don't contest things anymore. People are, oh, I wouldn't say afraid to contest them. It, they're 
people like to go along with with the status quo of of it's like a herd mentality right yeah. like uh, i'll go back to the 1940s hitler hitler had a herd man like he had the greatest herd mentality of all time he like convinced a group uh, an entire country and i wouldn't say the entire country because i'm sure that there, there were there were germans in there against what hitler was doing yeah. but he damn near convinced almost everybody like a lot of to commit horrible things a genocide on a people which is crazy you also tried to convince the jewish people that oh no this is you got to come over here and do this and do right, that. right and then and like convince them to put on patches and you have to wear this star and, and come here just yeah. insane right like so what i will say is like people can be convinced like people can be convinced and it, even in modern day times even with all this information at our fingertips people can be convinced of things that are wrong it's very easy to convince people it it it, it really is and you know i want to sway off if you, this. if you don't have a strong mentality and you, you and you're not very strong in your morals and your values and 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 your ethics and if you don't question things regularly you're going to be one of those people that can be easily convinced about a lot of things in life. And, you know, there's nothing, I mean, I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong with those, with those people, but like at some point you have to look at things objectively and say to yourself, is everything I'm being told true? And come on, like you, you got to be nice, super naive. You got to believe be naive everything because that you're told on the news is true. I mean, man, for instance, um, and this, this, this happened fairly recently where you're just going back like to the beginning of when birth control started, like, mm -hmm. uh, if they tested birth control on Puerto Ricans, on Puerto Rican women, and they like literally, uh, sterilized, uh, a generation of women on the Island. And obviously it wasn't the whole Island, but doctors used to say smoking was good. And then the U.S. government apologized on behalf of the Puerto Rican, you know, on behalf yeah. of the U.S. government to the Puerto Rican people that did that, that happened. Like in the thirties, forties, and fifties, I believe, could be off a, a you know a, a decade or whatever. But they told you if you had a headache, smoke. If you're pregnant, smoke. And then they had to like redact, like, oh yeah, no smoking does cause cancer. We're gonna put the the warning label on, but right. still sell it. You know what I mean? Like we'll still sell cigarettes. That's like that's another episode I talked about. How they cigarettes are notoriously bad for you, yet they still sell them. But look, the vape that I have right here, they go. They went after them hard with the vaping. Like they like they're trying to they try they really tried to wipe out the vaping industry. You know why they tried to wipe out the vaping industry? Because the vaping industry was taking out. The tobacco industry. There was people. Big, big tobacco makes billions. Of yes, dollars. big tobacco makes billions off of tobacco, and they had smokers converting to vaping. So they were like, like in secret rooms, probably like this has got to stop. Like we got to get <laughs> yeah, people we, not. Yeah. To, we can't have people. Switching. We got to get them go back to the real. Cancer. And they went after Jewel with the flavors <laughs> and everything. Like, dude, like crazy stuff. I'm trying to find a clip here, um, and this was just in 1994. The U.S. government was uh, conducted an experiment by giving radioactive oatmeal to um, uh, to special needs children. True, and they they it's crazy. I gotta I gotta find the clip. I'm, I'm really I, my friends send me so much stuff that I gotta start look, saving I, you some know, of this stuff. Look, I, I was watching this last night. And I I actually saved it 
it, it, it's like we were talking we were talking about how how easy it is to, to like convince people to, to right. believe something check out this clip Ready? there was this one, one of the most bizarre studies about how to manipulate people was published in 1999 scientists placed subjects at the end of a long hall and gave them a piece of paper with a number on it some of the numbers only were two digits long others as many as seven were told to memorize the number and then walk to the other end of the hall and write it down on a sheet of paper scientists congratulated them on how well they could remember the number and told them that it would take them a little while to tally up the results and while they were waiting to help themselves at the food cart and the food cart had either fruit plate or cake everyone thought it was a memory test that had nothing to do with it it was really about whether they chose fruit or cake you see the people that got two digit numbers half of them chose fruit and half of them chose cake because let's be honest we all want cake but we know we shouldn't so about half of us are able to think i should really eat the fruit instead the people that had to remember a seven digit number almost none of them chose fruit they all chose cake what they were experiencing is something called cognitive fatigue you see your brain is like any other muscle it gets tired because they had to concentrate so hard on remembering a seven-digit number, their brain got tired. And so... You see how easy it was to manipulate those people? Right. You, you know what I'm saying? It was so easy to manipulate those people. And you mean to tell me, like... You see, some people don't want to search for the information either. That's the, that was, that's the whole thing about But that's COVID. the problem. Like, people were searching for the information. And, and I, I guess government and, and media was like, they're searching information now. That's why they worked so hard... To take the doctors who were actual doctors and had their degree in, in the medical field, the people that were they, those doctors that were saying you should take uh, um, hydrochloroquine, right? It's it works just as good in the beginning of early stages of COVID. Right. They were like, no, 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 you can't say that. that isn't that, isn't hydrochloroquine the one that's like um, it's for it's for people with autoimmune? The one they called uh, the the one that Joe Rogan took that um, hydroxychloroquine. Or, no, uh, yeah, he took the he took the um, the one that they deemed as like horse medication, yeah. but it wasn't. But it was. But they were saying that, and he was all about it. And then he had Sanjay Gupta come on his podcast and talk. And then he Sanjay Gupta, he's the CNN doctor, yeah, literally, kind of, literally said, "Yeah, I don't know why they said that because it's not like their own doctor." Like everything that that people that said, was a bad idea for yeah, him to put Sanjay could like you know, he could Joe Rogan he podcast. Yeah. sued he literally could have sued CNN for defamation yeah and you know I don't think he wants to go down that he's already rich yeah he's, he's still not, he's not like he's got he, this guy road. can like dude you know what I'm saying but it just goes to show you man like during COVID how much we got lied to and if you're listening in and you're one of those people that sway towards one side or you're just like in limbo, all the stuff that was said that was fact-checked literally came to light now. Like maybe not 100% of it, but I would say damn near 90 to 95%. Yeah. And then they just made a protocol that made no fucking sense. Yeah, like, like going into a restaurant and if you have to wear the mask when you get to your seat, but when you get to your seat and sit you down, you can off. take off the mask. Like, okay, well, COVID's going to miss me now because I'm sitting down. Right. Or how about this? The tables are so fucking close to one another. If somebody at one table coughs. Oh, this, this, was, no, this was the... And oh, the other, like, oh, man, that's this is the biggest thing. In the very beginning... And they they must have had the data. You had to know this. They were they were convincing everyone that you can get sick from surface level like uh, COVID being on surfaces. Right. Right. Like if if you coughed on the table and then I touched the table, like 
that's not how that's not how it works apparently you have to be like in close proximity and actually have a conversation with someone and, and get a decent amount of the viral load in order for you to be able to get sick to begin right with. but they were convincing people like wipe down your groceries and people were like i had a good laugh with um <laughs> and fuck i'm guilty of it too i'm at the supermarket and uh i had like uh i had a spray like spray bottle so i i sprayed and i didn't i didn't go overboard like i wasn't wiping every, like some people were fucking masked up wiping everything down and then putting it in their car i had like a little spray i, I had the grocery cart and i just kind of like sprayed my groceries and then i just threw them in there you know what i mean just Bro, just to be on the cautious I, side i think i did that and there once. was a there was a girl next to me she she looked at me and she looked so panicked and i was like and i i laughed and I and I like stuck out the the spray bottle to her, and she was like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Like she was so fucking scared, and I just laughed. I'm like, "Damn, we're just two fucking ridiculous idiots right now." I was like, "I shouldn't have even have sprayed these groceries, dude." That was the first and the last time I did it. Swear to God, everyone <laughs> got so sick so fast in a in like a two three week time period, where people were like, "This came from a bat." That got debunked. Yeah, I, I I said it. I was like, this didn't come but from like, a fucking. They had hat. people legit spraying groceries because you, oh, apparently you could touch, you know, a surface, and COVID is living on that surface, this and was, boom, you're sick. That was the first. That be, was the first lie, the yeah. bad thing. It made everyone paranoid. You were spraying your groceries. I was wearing gloves. I was wearing gloves to open the doors. I was spraying. You know, dude, listen. COVID will go down as one of. It was very serious. Again, I'll, I'll reiterate. To everyone listening, because I know every, there are a lot of people that lost someone to COVID. So I have to reiterate this. COVID was very real mm-hmm. for like five months. Absolutely. For five months. Like, okay, that I, that I won't take back. It was serious for like four to five months. Everything after that, it's, it was overboard. It was overboard. The mandates was a power grab to see how far we will go. Yeah. I feel like there were social experiments tap like absolutely t- t- tied into like all right absolutely. we can take advantage of like to see how we're gonna, far and I knew I I saw it coming and that's why I told my friend I said the mandates they're gonna mandate the vaccine well the crazy know. thing is like people were so scared like this is the first time in history where they shut down the whole country where people just couldn't yeah. go to work you like, know like of course everyone's I scared. wish I had a job you're, of course you're gonna wipe down your groceries you can't even fucking go to work anymore let me, let me this, tell you, bro, this I is wish crazy. I had a job that I didn't have to go to work because I would have been hiking at Harriman Park literally every fucking day. Yeah, I had to be at work. I had only the weekends. I had to be in a fucking hospital of all places. At some point during the pandemic, I, w- I would say like a year in, you, you had to kind of realize like after so many grocery trips and doing so many things, you're probably like, all right, fuck this. They I'm, I'm over made this shit. people lose their livelihood. They made people lose their businesses. And people look back at it and be like, this was this is when I lost my business because of this. Like you had people eating outside in something they built outside where you were basically sitting inside, inside right right they, they had legs they created they created uh <laughs> an, out, an indoor an outdoor, indoor outdoor, outdoor. <laughs> like get the, are you fucking kidding me like and these are and we're like not like logical people like how does this make sense like how the Just fuck does this make sense like oh my god bro like you're at the cash but register. That, that goes down to that had nothing to do with science that had to do with just control. Straight, straight paranoia paranoia and control like oh we're we gonna do this and they're gonna listen yeah. Like, you know, like the vaccine mandate in New York City on the Bill de Blasio? Like, it propagated the virus even more. Just It made it seem Bro. more valid that, oh, now you, there's outside seating. And there's people that refuse to still, and I'm sure till this day, there's still people that refuse to dine still inside. still wearing masks they still after wanna... everything that's, I see people wearing masks. Like there was- Just okay, not even the right mask. There was a hearing thing. today. It's like the crazy paranoia. I saw two clips in the last couple of days 
One of them was just batshit crazy. And the other one was, I can't say the other one because it coincides with something that I don't want to get into at all on this podcast. But the other one was this, like this lady sitting at a congressional hearing wearing like an astronaut helmet. Yeah, that's wild. Are you out of your mind? Like, dude, it, 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 the and to be fair, if you want to wear a mask, listen. If, you, if it makes you feel safe, I'm showing Joey I, a picture. I I want, I'm not even 100%. proud of this picture, but oh, the, the Bill De Blasio. One? I'm not even proud of that picture, bro. Don't like, he walked into the cafe. I'm, I'm, I'm he, upset that you showed. He that. walked into the cafe, <laughs> and when he walked you know, out, listen. Let me tell you something. He walked ahead. into this cafe, and when he walked in, this guy was next to me. He's like, "The fucking mayor is here," and I was like, "What?" And I looked up, and in comes Doofy Big Bird. And every morsel of my body was like, I'm going to tell this guy off. And I happen to know this cafe, the owner, very well. I love her. I love her coffee. It's the best coffee in New York City, in my opinion, the best espresso. And I was like, I have to be nice for her because I don't want to embarrass her. And when he walked out, I said, I said her name and I says, I kept my cool for you. Because I hate that guy. And she's like, grazie. Grazie. You know, because she's off the boat Italian. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and I walked out and I used that photo. I used that photo for comedic purposes. Because you know who I was supposed to meet that day at the cafe? I was supposed to have an espresso way. We know the Romans make good espresso. Mike. And he didn't show up. So I took that picture and I said, listen, Mike, you didn't show up to the cafe today. So uh, this guy took your place. And I sent the photo and instant laughs came. So, you know what I'm saying? But COVID was very real to all those listening. I'm not knocking COVID. I really do realize a lot of people lost their loved ones or someone close to them from COVID. And it's very unfortunate and, and it's terrible. But what I'm trying to put into light in this episode, at least this part of the episode, is that there was a lot of things that we got lied to about. And if Elon Musk did not take over Twitter and go into that vault that Jack Dorsey a of, had, a lot of people wouldn't know about people it. People wouldn't know about it. And this motherfucker, Jack Dorsey's trying to be like, yeah, you know, we should uh, we should look into this now. Like, dude, you were the one that did this in the first place. Yeah. Because the next subject, where, he's, he's got people coming to him like, hey, do this or or else. You know yeah, but I mean? you know what? Elon Musk isn't. And Jack Dorsey could have said the same thing. He don't thing. give a fuck. And the next subject. Like no, nobody really has anything on him because he just seems to The next subject we're getting think. into could have had different outcomes in our election. It's that laptop, man. Oh, we're getting canceled. <laughs> that well, laptop. At least, at least we know the laptop. That's another thing that, like, my my friend. That's, People were like, "Oh, the laptop doesn't exist." My friend on the left, no. he's like, "That laptop doesn't exist. It's all made up." But Russia, like that Russian shit, came yeah. out twice in the last few weeks to be all bullshit, and now they're looking at the laptop and they're inviting. And did something happen today in Congress? You have that clip available? Yeah, let me see if I. That that. The FBI is under contempt by Congress because they're literally hiding shit. That's pretty the wild. The laptop in January 6th, Mary, January 6th, I'm going to reiterate, I'm going to, before we even get into that subject, I'm going to let everybody know. January 6th was another event that was very, very bad, hands down, but got blown out of proportion. And they're starting to, they're starting, there's pieces of evidence coming out about January 6th that's very shady. Why they won't release video footage of it? They released every other video footage, right? They released the mm-hmm. the guy dressed as the in the in the Daniel Boone hat. 
Yeah, right? yeah. They re, they re, Viking hat. They, yeah, they sent him to jail right away. They showed his clip nonstop in the beginning for weeks and months and months. Only a certain clip. And then Tucker Carlson got the video footage that they didn't want to show, right? BD was hiding it. Yeah. And he was being... And then lost his job right after. Yeah. And he was being escorted by the... Like, the cops were opening doors for him. They were opening doors for him. Like, are you kidding me? But why don't you want that video out there? You could show every other piece of video evidence, but there's a lot of evidence you can't Yeah, show. there's some weird stuff. Like, obviously, on, pe dude. people should have just been, like, told to turn around. You're under arrest. Like, Absolutely. You're, you're, you know, you're get them out. Like, why the fuck are you walking them around? Mace that them, tase them, sense. get them out. But instead, they were being escorted. And when that video footage got aired... There was the Democrat, Democrat, like Democratic uh, House leaders and congressional leaders were like, that, that, you can't watch that video. This should not have been shown. Why? Why should that video should not have been because shown? Because they didn't arrest them. They didn't. They fucking helped them. They opened the door. They rolled out a red carpet and fucking, like, yeah, come on it's in. It's weird. It's strange. Like, this was like the fucking, like, the so Motel 6. Which, which indicates that, like, somebody told them to, like, hey, stand down. Don't arrest these people. You know, Pelosi that. didn't want reinforcements and what was, she the, didn't, what, was the, what was the girl's name that got shot in like one of the uh yeah which got no no kind of coverage yeah. right i'm that not gonna crazy. go any further than that but i'll just say she didn't get any go that's pretty sad right but she got shot and she was an ex-marine or a military member but she got shot but pelosi denied reinforcements why did you deny reinforcements why is there videos of cops saying they suckered us look they put us out to dry there's yeah. video footage of people coming on in, and then that video footage was. And I feel like both sides use things for political advantages, and you know, why we're not seeing certain videos is because right. this event took place; it was real, and then it's like, well, let's capitalize on it, let's sensationalize it more. Undoubtedly, a real event that was very unfortunate, but why? Yeah, were there videos? Why it, was why it makes it look worse? They try, why they try are to make not it, all, like you can post the guy that had the Daniel Boone fox hat on running around, but they clipped parts of it, and then when the other half of the video comes out from the same day that you're making a big deal of, oh, that's not you can't release that video. Why? You released what you want, but don't show the whole thing. That is right there the reason I don't trust the media. Yeah, you showing it. what you want. And when the other half of the video comes out, you don't want to play it. Why? Tell me why you can't play the whole video. You could play him fucking at the podium talking. How did he get there? So when you play that piece of the video of how he got there, then you can't play it? I think what we need to like, what people need to recognize is that the media is partisan, right? Whether you're watching Fox or whether you're watching CNN or whether you're watching MSNBC. I'm so glad I don't watch the news. I literally don't have cable. Yeah, I mean... I mean most people get, I mean, our generation anyway, we get our from the, from information from social media, you right. know, like yeah. clips and whatever, which is also like, it's a little dangerous to get your information just there. Your algorithm needs to be kind of diverse in order for I you to see, decipher what's yeah. real and I have a not. personal page, uh, my personal page, which I barely go on now. I, I go on, I look, I post a couple things to my story, I get off of it. I go to strictly to my podcast page. I say this on, I've said this on so many episodes. When you find information, you have to start in the middle. You can go right or left first, but you have to go left, right, and go back into the middle right. to compose what you believe is actually real. You can't watch one channel because one channel is going to give you one side of the news. Fox News, before they fired Tucker Carlson, released tapes that were never seen before. 
from the same day that was made a big deal for a very, very long time. Only because his show wanted it released. He has like free reign on his show. Yeah, well, then he got fired. And now and now he's like t- saying some crazy Who's thing. the owner of Fox? I forgot the owner. I don't know. I we're gonna take, a... We're going to take a momentary pause. And when we come back from the pause, I want you to play that clip and we can get some information for the next segment. And we're back from our momentary pause. Joey, you want to just play that clip? This is from this is from today for for people that are trying to figure out what this is. This is from the whole Hunter Biden thing and Joe Biden getting money uh, money laundering, right? From right, right. money um, when he was a, a VP, vice president, something about like uh, a pay for play bribery scheme. Yeah, um, which people are saying were fake, along with the Hunter Biden laptop, which appeared in. The twenty before the twenty twenty elections. So apparently, the FBI has documentation that they're not releasing. So now, and everything is factual. Just play the clip. Yeah, I'll play the clip. Yeah, the Capitol. Let's listen. FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and frankly lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee. And we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. Given the severity and complexity of the allegations contained within this record, Congress must investigate further. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demand answers transparency and accountability the investigation is not dead this is only the beginning it appears this investigation is part of an ongoing investigation which i assume is in delaware the oversight committee will follow the effect follow the facts and be transparent to the american people with our finances dude let me just say something. Crazy times. The former president, I won't even say his name because I don't want to get canceled by saying his name, got accused of the whole Russian thing. That got disproven. The Jeff Durham report mm-hmm. and the dossier that supposedly you had everything got disproven, right? The Stormy Daniels thing, that was debunked. Now he's back in court for 35 accounts, an, ind- an indictment for 35 accounts, which is the same first account 34 more times. Which even CNN's lawyers on the news said is all not going to go anywhere. Trying so hard to get somebody that that they didn't think would would have won in 2016 because he wasn't going to play ball with the powers that be. That's my opinion. He wasn't going to play ball with the powers that be. This guy can't walk. Sorry. I'm sorry if you support him. But he can't. And again, I wanted to vote for Tulsi Jarab. I wanted to vote for her. (laughs) And she got screwed. By her own party. That's why she's Republican now. This guy can't walk, can't talk, and he's got caught out there. His son, Hunter Biden, that laptop, which was another conversation I had with my friend. He was like, no, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. 
got proven to be real. Yeah, listen, Hunter, I don't know anybody who said that was fake. I was like, I don't know. Hunter Biden's like a loose cannon. But he got proven. Even, even if you're somebody on the left, anytime anybody brought it up, they're like, yeah, probably the guy's, a, you know, smokes crack. <laughs> you know, like, it got proven real. But the said he smoked Parmesan but, on. But the, the point I'm trying to <laughs> you see that video. Yeah, the, the point I'm trying to make, dude, is they said it was fake, and the media hit it. They had the they had the New York Post take it down from Twitter, and two years later, after the elections, because that could have been a big game changer, like like the real Republican and Democrats, like not the far right, but not the far left, but like the real like. What the what the parties were founded on, like right, their right. beliefs, because now the, there's two different parties. There's the there's the, there's the extreme left, the liberals, and the conservative, the extreme conservative. The real Republican and Democrats had they heard that news before? I the, feel like the real Republican and Democrats, like people who are like like not Bill Maher, far left or real, far right, they're all kind of agreeing right now. Everybody who's in the middle is Bill, like needs their own party. To be honest, Bill Maher. Because their extremities on both sides, man. Like Bill Maher, real real Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is a Democrat. I think he's a Democrat. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um. And I'm trying to think of like a a real Republican, like Dan Bangino, Dan B- B- Bangino, Bangino. B- yeah, Bangino. Bangino. He is someone that will call out a Republican's bad findings, like be like, "Yo, he he was wrong." He'll say it publicly on his on his podcast on rumble like we'll literally say it those are the people that are the the real deal the left those are the people that the 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 far left and the far right those are the people that like just take a news thing and believe it so when they said the hunter biden thing initially before the elections in 2020 like they were like it's fake Hit it from the news, which is the title of this episode. Hit it from the news. It came out two years later. It was entirely true. The Russian dossier that they said was true came out to be fake. The Jeff Durham report came out that the entire Russian thing confirmed times two was fake. And all this stuff was being pushed in the media. And the laptop story was taken out of the media at a pivotal time. Because the real Republicans and the real Democrats... Had they heard that this Biden laptop thing was true before the elections, do you think that that would have changed the outcome of the election? It could have possibly. It could have possibly if the elections were, you know, like the people are saying the elections were rigged. Now they can't have, they don't have proof of it. I'll say it here. They, they don't have concrete proof. But there's some sketchy videos of people doing some sketchy things in certain pivotal swing states for right. the elections. Crazy times, bro. They hid that shit. They took it out off Twitter, off YouTube, off social media. Two years later, yeah, it's, think, it's real. It's, it's also fair to say with the mail-in ballots now more than more than ever before, and I'm not going to say like that I definitively know that they were all legitimate, but more so than ever before, people who normally don't have a chance to to vote actually had a chance to vote because people who don't leave their homes, you know, to go out to the polls or whatnot. whatnot. That mail-in ballot thing, bro, was was like. In every other, in, in many countries, in, it definitely I, wasn't orchestrated correctly because certain people like voted twice. Dead people voted. People got people got two ballots in the mail. I yeah. know. I know. My wife, she lives in California, and she's like, she was a registered Democrat over there, and I could be mistaken, but anyway, she, so actually, she might not be a registered Democrat. I know her brother got two ballots, and her father got one ballot. Her, I know her father might. Might be Republican. Take this conversation. But her brother got two ballots for take, sure. Take this I, conversation. Rewind it to 2020. 
you'll be fact checked. No, that never happened. Yeah. Right? For sure. Right? Dude, let me tell you something, bro. They took Pivotal News off at the right timing and then said two years later that it was true. The Biden laptop thing. It's like they pick and sh- like it's like they know they're gonna get caught, but at that time it's very impromptu to say it's fake. And then two years later they're like, Well, it's coming out, it's coming out, it's coming out, so we have to say it's real. Like CNN's like, Yeah, it's real right. now, it's real now. But the reason they said it's real two years later is damage is done. So now it's damage control for the media. It's damage control. Like, oh, like the you know, shit's coming out. Musk took over Twitter. Everything's coming out. We have to we have to report it. And then CNN's slick. They'll report it, but they'll report it for like, you know, like five, five minutes, two minutes. You know what I mean? And like, I got to give it the coverage it needs. It, this is actual stuff that's happening. And some people are like, well, why are you talking about this on this paranormal podcast? People yeah, the, F, the FBI contempt thing is crazy. And I'll that's, be honest, that's, I don't think it's happened I before. I haven't, I, se- I haven't seen it on CNN at all. Yeah. Like, I could be wrong. I, I mean, I don't, I've I don't seen, watch the news like that, but I haven't seen any clips I've from CNN. I've seen them report the Hunter Biden thing, like this whole thing. I've seen Joe, Joe um, Dan Bongino say that this is coming to a head now. And I've seen a report on CNN. Of course, like when this is coming to a head, now all of a sudden they have a voice recording of Trump saying that he was on audio recording saying that he had these unclassified documents, which... The president can declassify. I think all presidents usually have, they leave the White House. Yeah, and they have certain class, things and they classify. can declassify yeah, yeah, yeah. classify and take certain You've never, things. They've never taken anything from a but president. But strategically, the they have all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they have a Trump recording. They didn't play it. They just said they had it. The same day that this this story, but we just aired the audio, right. is coming to a head. Strategic reporting on certain things. Of course. Yeah, they, and people are wondering why I'm talking about this. Because there's partisanship in the media. It's like... If you understand that there's partisanship, you you have to come with the level head if you're... So for your listeners, I'm here nor there. I'm not right. I'm not left. I kind of just take information as it comes in and see who the, who the fuck is lying and who's telling the truth. People think I sway to one side when I literally try to stay in the middle and find my own. And the problem with media and what what's going on in the world today is... what. When, when you start doing your research and you find when, things, when you have when you have an opinion of the opposition and the opposition, you're, like, you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I look at things before I even say it. So before I post on my personal page something that I read online, I go and look. Like, I, is this true? I comb Google, right? So I was quick to pull the trigger the other day with the Jamie Fox story, and I took it, deleted it, and I started to comb, and I couldn't pinpoint where the information was coming from. So I, I actually I did, found it. I didn't post it. Like I took it down and I was and like, let it, me, it still could be a hearsay yeah, thing. Yeah, let me come. So, so people who think I sway towards one side, you're wrong. And people listening on the pod, listening to this episode, you're like, why are you talking about this? This falls into a ongoing conspiracy. And yes, I cover everything paranormal, which includes, in my opinion, conspiracies. Okay. And I'm talking about it because it plays a big factor in what we're what we're being programmed to learn and listen to and say and do so i'm talking about it because it's a major conspiracy we are being programmed to think that certain things that are being aired on a television are entirely true when it's not true yeah. and then two years later and in and days and months and years later the things that you were programmed to believe are not true are coming out to be true it's very vital information in my opinion i'm not saying i'm like Joey and I are doing you a like a, a life saving a life saving 
two hour long episode. It's Listen, just, it's if, vital. If I, if I told you, if I came out with a story, right? And I told you that the government was feeding radioactive oatmeal to children who were special needs. Right. You, you'd probably be like, that's a fucking lie. You know, like, stop it, you know? But now that it's a factual thing, <laughs> right? and the right. government's apologized for it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. This is how easy it is, right? This is how e- this is how easy it is to to convince someone. Sorry about that. That was music I was listening to on the way here. Ready? Live at six o'clock news on CNN. It's Joey Ayala and William DeToma reporting the news. <laughs> Joey, welcome aboard. Did you hear the new report about oatmeal now has radioactive spider legs in it? And if you eat it and you have eaten it, you can sue and you will have radioactive abilities. Joey, can you speak on that? (laughs) And fucking people will believe you because it's on the news on CNN at six o'clock at night. It's very simple. And and this is what's happening now. It is literally, literally happening. And the best part about this, dude... As a paranormal enthusiast, right, I follow shit ton of pages that post ghost stories, fake ghost stuff, UFO stuff, giant stuff. There's a giant and, you know, you got the guy, the no, no one foul, uh, one foul, whatever on TikTok, talking in his Kano voice, posting all this stuff. Have you ever seen, okay, have you ever seen? A ghost story or a UFO story on Instagram, on YouTube, be fact-checked? Just think about it. It's, crazy. it's unfounded whether paranormal is real or not. But on YouTube, some Joe Schmo that's considered a paranormal investigator or whatever the case, or a parapsychologist, posts a video on YouTube about ghosts. Has YouTube fact-checked that when it's unfounded? It's true. Right? But when a fucking doctor that has a degree or two or three posts something about COVID... They get fact-checked. Someone can post a video on YouTube in 2020 that they found the boogeyman. Did it get fact-checked? No. No. But a doctor that has medical information in their studies that they're studying posts something, they get fact-checked, their videos get taken down. Really makes you think. And I'm not trying to say anything bad about my paranormal lovers out there. Like, why is the videos not? I'm just putting things into perspective. You know, this like this is like true, true, real life things that can affect us. Stuff that is, is you know, not being put out there for you to 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 listen to at the time, a pivotal time, and then two years later coming out to be true. Right. I'm just trying to put things into like real big perspectives here. Here, check it out. I actually found it. Just so if people wanted to look it up, the New York Times. This is a New York Times article. It says more than a hundred boys at Fairland School in Walmington. Walmart. I don't know. Nick, where are you at? Nick, Nick. pronounce this. (laughs) Anyway, fucking Massachusetts. Fuck them. And Boston. (laughs) I'm a Yankee fan. Anyway, um, were fed cereal containing radioactive iron and calcium in the 1940s. The diet was part of an experiment to prove that the nutrients in in Quaker Oats oatmeal traveled through the body. Uh, The experiment was carried out by Quaker Oats at MIT. Yikes. Dude, bro. So they knew, and obviously in the 1940s and 50s, you got to know that anything radioactive is going to kill somebody. But they, they knew this stuff, right? Like, But they continued with the experiment anyway. Um, 
there's another one. I feel like this experiment continued on for a long time because it was it was it happened in the '90s, and I'm gonna find it for you just because I did say that. Uh, unless, how about, how about the whole um, drug, like the whole cocaine and and heroin, like they would in 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 basically putting it into neighborhoods of low income neighborhoods and like someone came out to like say like hey the CIA did this mm-hmm. the CIA was fully involved in 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 bringing out in drugs into these these, true. these neighborhoods and then the guy ended up getting killed something like that to that extent paraphrasing here with two shots to the head but they said it was suicide like Jeffrey Epstein which we're going to get yeah, into yeah. in a little bit holy fuck dude i'm like hyper right now with this episode there's, feel like i just some crazy i feel shit. like i just went to joe joe biden's house went to hunter biden's room and it was like did a whole fucking and line there's crazy theories about that too and, and and think about it so i always say that bad people seek positions of power um oh it's true and bad bad people do seek Even positions in the of power. world of workplaces and stuff like that Entirely. And and they abuse it, right? Like the, the majority of if you've ever had a boss in your life who's just like this not sound, like individual who cares about the well being of people and just looks at you as like a product, you know what I'm talking about. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's been there many times. That's most that's most people who have um, prof- work for professionals like that. I've seen it. I have, I have yet to really work for somebody like that. Uh, God, you know, God bless you, because I worked. With in in unfortunately, like there's this this is saying I'm not I'm not swinging off course I'm not trying to cut you off. My family has my dad told me this a long time ago something that will never leave my memory. And one day he just sat me down. I was having like a hard time with girls or whatever the case may be, even work at the time. He goes, uh, my last name, I, you know my last name. I said it on the little skit I did with the news, but. He says, our family has a curse. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about that? He's like, we experience the hardest of times with women and workplaces and we always have to work hard. Now, which is pretty much every American that's in like low class to middle class. But he said it and it just resonated in me. Like I even have something on my body that correlates to what he told me because I believe it. And to this day, I still believe it. If you give credence to something, though, like yes. you got to make it true, you know what yeah, I mean? Yes, I, and I spoke about that like season one of my podcast, like curses and shit like that, like how it's like you know kind of bullshit. But I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I've had so many bosses that treat me as a number, and I told before I work my before I left the hospital job, I told my old coworker, and I love her as a sister. Like we had me and her grew and had this strong bond. Um, so, launch shout out to you. And I, I, I told her when I left, I says, our boss at the time, who was the second boss that I had an issue with, like, I was like, he's a D-bag. He doesn't care about us. He, he's, you know, whatever. And I had to leave and make a, a, the move I made because I'm grab where I'm currently at, which I love to death. I love the people there. I love the, the bosses there. Like, the, for the first time, I'm happy at a workplace. But when I made that jump to go to my current job, I told her, I was like, I see the writing on the wall. This place doesn't care about you and it's only going to get worse. And she had a conversation with me just like last week ago, week and a half ago. She said she's miserable. The place is crazy. They gave COVID money bonuses to almost everybody except her. And she was directly working, doing the same thing I was working, doing during the COVID, the whole pandemic. Gave everyone else bonuses except her. And she was dealing with the same stuff I was dealing with. She asked her boss, my old boss, 
to write a letter saying what she did during COVID so that she can put that letter towards the people that gave the bonus out so that she can get the money too. Mm-hmm. And she's about to get married. She called me back. She's like, you know, he still didn't write me that letter. Like, what the fuck? People like that who treat you as a number and they don't care are the the epitome of why people don't want to work in a corporation. If you if I ever became a boss, nor do I want to, because I don't want that responsibility, I'm dead serious with you. If I ever did become a boss, I would treat every worker like they're my family. I would flat out tell them, do what you gotta do. Get this done. If something pops up during the day, get her done. But when you finish, chill, relax. Mm-hmm. If something pops up, we'll take care of it. Do what you gotta do. And, and relax and the, the rest the of the problem day. With businesses, some businesses are so cutthroat. And some some businesses are so like contractual, right? Like yeah, this chair's killing me. It's so it, it it turns a contractual business can turn a boss into like a tyrant because he he's and not just the boss. Sometimes sometimes a boss is like concerned with depending on what the business is. They like concerned with keeping the client happy if they're servicing a client, and you. You're so gung ho about like, I got to keep the integrity of the company, and this is not just about me; it's about everybody. And that, that you start to lose sight of treating people with dignity and respect because you're so concerned about like, well, you got to make your ends meet, but you're also worried about everybody else's ends meet, which is commendable. But there's a, a way to do it. There's a way to do it, right? Like, and and I'm a supervisor. I won't really get into what I do, but yeah, I, don't, I have to. Not, not after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do, um, whenever anybody asks for the day off, I always try to accommodate. And granted, there's people that always try to like play games and yeah, screw you. Yeah, of course. You there's and, people out and there and that you take know advantage of the system. try to take advantage of you. Um, but I'm... And that, that people do take advantage... And that's, that's, that's another part of the problem is that people do take advantage of... of They'll, they'll mistake kindness for weakness to a degree, right? And I deal with it all the time. And I, I, I always have this like um, back and forth, like conscience with myself. Like, all right, how do I approach this situation? How do I, how do I tell this person like, you know, hey, you can't take off today because you've taken off like a zillion fucking, or you've yeah. been late this many times. Mm-hmm. And, like you're doing this to us again. And, um, so um, for me, I'll, I'll always try to try to be as cordial as I can, as delicate as I can about the situation, and and obviously get the person the coverage that they need. Regardless, they still ask for it. They're gonna, I'm gonna, you know, oblige them anyway. But a lot of the times, to my to my detriment at, at being kind, people end up screwing me out over, and I I end up having to you, you know take the brunt of it. As a boss, you have to really like what you said. Look at the employee, right, and. Like me, I would look at, are they on time? How much, how often do they call out sick? Do they use these sick days? Which a lot of corporations have rules to sick days. Like most, most right, places right. I've worked at is you call out sick more than three times in a two, three month span, you can get like a verbal warning. Listen, my company is very liberal with latenesses and, and, and calling out. Yeah, well, I, listen, I, when I, 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 at my current, at my current job. There's a lot of people that shouldn't be working anymore. At my current I'm job. I'm saying they're bad people, but they just don't. At my current job, I have, I went to work. Uh, that RSV shit came out like uh, during the winter, where it's like you had this really bad respiratory infection. I told my boss, I never call out sick. My, like my foreman, he's really technically my foreman. 
before I got the job, he went to my old apartment and was like asking about me. He was like, how is this guy? Does he call out sick? Does he, is he always on time? My punctuality, bro, in my, I've been working probably like over 25 years. I started working, I was like 14 years old. So I don't know how good my math is there. I worked, I was one of the first people in our group that had a real job, like yeah. punching in, punching out, whatever. I never in my life have been late to work, ever. My current job, the only, I barely called out sick. I think I called out sick, like used a day, maybe like two times in my old department. I got COVID my second time. So I, I was, I was, yeah, I wasn't allowed to go to work, so I was out. I used one sick day in my current department because I had to, like I was not feeling well. And never, I went to work sick for a week where, where my foreman wasn't in. But my coworker was like, he was like, why are you here? He's like, you can't talk. You're, you're wheezing. You have no energy. And on the very last day of that week, I called out. That was the day I called out. Because I, I was like, dude, I can't go to work. Like, I went to work sick to show them I'm here. That's what a lot. I mean, and if you have integrity about what you do, a lot only of people, I use, do the same thing. I'll and be only use my That's why vac- I'm in the position I'm in. Yeah, because you're integrity. I only use my vacation, like the, the vacation days you get. Once a year, same month, every year, because I go away with my family. I use days here and there to match up with my days off because my days off are off days. Point I'm trying to make is I'm not bragging, but I'm a good worker. I come in, I work. I'm still learning things in my trait, but I work my ass off. If I can't do something, I'll make up for it by cleaning up or doing something. I come to work every day. I'm never late. I barely call out sick. And I barely use vacation days. Like I use vacation days that correlate with my days off or if it's like a holiday, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that holiday, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like holidays coming up, like the next holidays in June coming up, I'm going to try to take that day so that I have a three-day week because it corresponds with my days off. I would look at that. Employers bank on on that though, like from a perspective of scheduling individuals, people like – they get so complacent, especially if you're someone who's doing scheduling. Mm-hmm. You get so complacent with the guy that shows up all the time that the one time he doesn't show up, you're like, what the fuck? You know? And then you got you to reel yourself back in and realize like, hey, this person never calls out. But to get what you're saying, like and there's some bosses out there, dude, that just don't care. Like you're you're a number to them. And real quick, I worked at, because we're not, we're not really trailing, of course, but I worked at two places recently in the last two years. I was a bouncer at a club. Me and this kid held that shit down. It was never a fight. And if a fight broke out, we were on that shit like white on rice. And we stopped it. There was a night we were in the hotel lobby. Out of the club. We didn't have to do anything out in that lobby because there was actual security for the hotel in the lobby. Fight broke out in the lobby. Me and him handled it outside the club. While the fucking security guard for the hotel stood there and watched us break up the fight. Okay. He's when like, I they don't sw- get paid enough for this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had blood on my arms that I had to go and run into the bathroom and rinse Boy. it off because I was like really skivotzed about it. I don't miss the bouncer days. Yeah. Man. Okay. They had a change in management. Never asked me and my friend to come back. Hired two new guys because they were bigger than us. Okay. And the, and the owner of that hotel should have known, like, I want them back. They were good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... I had another side job and I still got love for them. So I won't even reference what exactly it was to, but I was doing this side job. It was for a sport. 
did it for four years. They were, they can count on me. There was times I was fucking sitting down playing video games in my underwear. Get a phone call. Hey, can you, uh, can you come do this game tonight? Yeah, what time? Like five minutes. Run out of the house. Drive over to where the sports event was and do what I had to do. They gave over the company to another uh, organization to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, well, I'll do the other side of that sports thing with the younger group of people. Never got called back. Hard work and dedication to some places sometimes. It, it doesn't mean much. It doesn't mean nothing. Right. Doesn't mean nothing. And unfortunately, the powers that be, they just, you know, do what they want. Yeah. You're a number. And, and the and crazy... can tie it into, like, into the media and politics. Like, so, like if you don't recognize that you're a number to the media, to uh, to the business that is the United States, because it is a business. Like, we're a very diverse country. I'm very proud to be here. I have service in my family. My Both my grandfathers um, served in wars. I mean, the service in my family goes back to the Civil War. That's how far back uh, my, the service in my family goes. So I'm, I'm super proud of it. I'm super proud to be here. But at the same token, I, I recognize that this the country is is this melting pot of ethnicities and and to certain individuals you're a number right like we're we're so like cosmically intertwined in whatever group that we're in that eventually that group stops caring about the other group that is a, a fellow countryman so we i wouldn't say we but the government is probably comprised of a bunch of these different groups, these secret societies that JFK talked about. Obviously, he's not here anymore after he, he talked about that. And, and that, and that's another thing that came out recently that the own government off, and he, off the sitting president. Exactly. And I don't, and I don't know much about that. I know you do. Bro, it's a rabbit hole and a half. We can touch that too. We have fucking three hours tonight. I don't give a fuck. We'll make this episode three hours because there's a lot of information. <laughs> I could care less. So you're in for a doozy. Almost an hour and uh, forty minutes in. But the JFK stuff could be a whole three hours on its own. <laughs> the media hid that as well. And it just came to light. That it just came to light that the CIA, that the CIA had involved. something involved with that. Yeah. Dude. And of, of course, you know, it was too big of an operation. And this, this president was too controversial. He, he had knowingly said, he gave a very famous speech about secret, uh, secret societies that the United States has, you know, as a country, we've always been opposed to secret oaths and secret proceedings do you agree this falls into the category of this episode absolutely absolutely okay just absolutely. just putting it out there because be, because it 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 just shows the the level of of distrust that a president a sitting president once once had about the groups that were in infiltrated the united states government and part of the united states government was the cia and the fbi and uh and the nsa and he he expressed his distaste for these government organizations because they operated on on a on a different governing body like they they didn't adhere to congress they didn't adhere to to any of of the laws in which were in place in the united states at the time and obviously there's so much declassified documentation that's come out to prove that 
there are rogue elements within the NSA, within the CIA and the FBI. And obviously you even brought one up where the NSA, what was it the NSA or, or, or the DEA? The DEA was, was um, responsible for putting drugs back on. And they've done that so many times, just putting the drugs back in, back out into the street, into the system. And into, into, a, low, and into, into a, low income yeah, housing. Uh, low, and, and, and also, and I don't mean anything by this, but it's factual, like a certain ethnic group. Yeah, you know, it and well, and here's the thing, like, and we know that there are, there are secret organizations throughout throughout the history of the United States, and and maybe they're not so secret because you know their names, right? You could you could say uh, the KKK, or you could say you know any kind of like organization that um, that has malice. And that's why I said that this goes back to like powerful people seek position, uh, people seeking uh, positions, bad, of bad power. people seek seeking positions, positions of power, power yeah. right? Um, and that's where I was going to tie everything. It came, just came back to me, like to tie all the stuff about you know your boss and stuff like that. Bad people seek positions. Not my current boss. Let's make that clear because I have coworkers that listen. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to get. Say, no, did you hear what he said? No, because I have nothing bad to say about my current job. This was in regards to my old, old job. job. Making yeah, it yeah. clear. Making it clear. <laughs> So it bad people are going to seek positions of power and when you tell when you brought that story up right away in my mind it's like all right if there's if there's a uh, a certain ethnic group that hates another certain ethnic group right and want and then they in, infiltrate a certain part of the government of course they're going to be able to manipulate and do what they want and, and put drugs back out into these neighborhoods and it works out into their favor. It works out into their narrative uh, of, you know, you know, taking down a specific ethnic group in the United States. And that's a problem that's been going on in this country, obviously since the inception of, of the country, you know, slavery, everybody has their own um, identities and their own uh, agendas of where they want the direction of the country to go. And that still goes on today where these individuals will infiltrate and and even other countries are infiltrating our uh judicial systems like i'm i'm 1000% sure that there are russian spies that are within the cia and the nsa and and there are chinese spies that get into these F real FBI quick there's a story that floated around and i don't know the validity or the truth to it i'm just putting it out there something i heard um that there are Chinese police and like stations throughout certain states in New York they just busted them they had a whole fucking police their own pseudo police precinct in New York City which if, if you google it it's all, it, it comes up right away crazy and there's so many people that they arrested for and the reason why they were doing this was like they were policing their own people if anybody was saying anything bad against Xi Jinping the current sitting president of China, if you were going against the Chinese Communist Party in any way in your neighborhood or bad-mouthing them, they would arrest you and they would hold you in their little facility that they had in Chinatown. I don't want to interrupt you. How crazy is that? I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but before we forget to put the SY, you just said the whole Chinese police thing, we brought it up. There is this theory, conspiracy theory, those darn conspiracy theorists, TikTok is trying to be banned in the United States because there's too much information coming out that the United States doesn't want to be 
let out. That's the reason why they, they don't buy a TikTok. And people were telling me like, why are you on TikTok? Why are you watch that? I don't have TikTok because TikTok is bad. Dude, they have all the information they have, they, they, that they, that you think the Chinese government is getting. They, our government already has it. Right, right. So you're, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. But the one good thing about TikTok is that there are protests going on in France right now, in Italy. Yeah, if you type it in Instagram, you, you won't, won't see it. it. But in TikTok, those protests in France, I all you got to do is type in France the first most the most relevant and the most recent. Oh, I think stuff. I have this. Same it's just protest stuff that comes up. That's the most trending stuff. It, well, it's not trending on on Instagram because the algorithm doesn't put those videos to the top. And some of the videos on Instagram that are about the protests have like thousands and thousands of views, but yet they won't be on like the you know the top percentage of posts. I I'm trying to find this video. I have it here somewhere. I want to play it because this there's a there's a video where somebody did a side by side. They opened up TikTok and they typed in France, and they opened up Instagram oh. and they typed in France, and they were showing the posts. Yeah, at the top I'm gonna feed. I'm gonna play this right now. Very very good, very very good. And I'll give his TikTok outlet when the video is over. I want to know the extent of censorship in the United States right now. You do this. Turn on the TV. I don't care what station, what network, anyone. And you see what they're saying about France. Nothing. Go on Instagram. You look up France. And you see what they're talking about. You see what's being posted. Go to the recent post. See what shows up. Nothing. Popular posts. It's a bunch of vacation photos. The Eiffel Tower. But then you go on TikTok. And you look up France. And only then will you realize that there's one of the biggest protests that we've ever seen in human history going on currently. Millions of people rioting in the streets, police, tear gassing people, doing mass arrests, beating the fuck out of people. And there's hundreds of thousands of people that walked away, walked off their jobs and protests of their government. Garbage men, sewage people, just not going to work, not showing up. There's 10 foot tall heaps of garbage on either side of the road, just garbage bags everywhere. And it's the craziest thing because you would never even know that any of this is going on. It's all being censored trying to keep quiet the only way we know is because of tiktok the one chinese owned app happens to have the least amount of censorship out of all the social media platforms and this is the one app they're trying to ban here in the states dude that is from darius.eth on tiktok that is super deep because when all the vaccine stuff was happening during covid they didn't want you to see the riots in Italy that was going on. They didn't want you to see the riots in London, in, in, in the United Kingdom. People were pissed. And you were seeing it on TikTok. Social media, Facebook. I would post, they're like, where's that going on? There's no there's no protest. When I'm, the same kid that told me about the, the mandates weren't going to happen. The laptop wasn't real. There's no protest. There's no trucker protest. TikTok was allowing it to be the one thing people yeah. like the that's like honestly that's just the one good thing that came from China is TikTok because you're seeing things on there that are legitimately happening that Instagram won't allow Twitter allows it now but of course China's gonna let you like see it because it's their it's their they, way of of of, of they of, would they would love for the country to fall apart from within and absolutely not, and not have to throw that's the way they're gonna do anything they're not it's not gonna be no nuclear thing it's not gonna that's be, why people like instead of being I so, said to you so partisan week, with one another. Let's fucking let's get along with one another. Let's let's, Remember, let's we all have common interests. I said you know this to I mean? you last week, okay? And you were like, wow, that's deep. The government created the best weapon, and that's social media. And this was an episode that I did on my podcast. They created social media. 
And through social media, they were able to create a civil war. People are like, a civil war is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I've been, I've been one, one to say it myself. I'm like, this, this, this shit's getting so bad. That's what's going to happen. But it's already happening. And it's because of social media. It'll because just exclusively what's stay happening online. is the media is allowing certain things to be aired. We see it with ethnic issues. We see it with police. We see it with our politicians. We see it with sports. And it creates this tension. People fight each other on social media. This Social media wasn't a mistake. It wasn't something meant for, for fun. They knew what was going to happen. They knew it was going to turn into this monster that was, that was piloted by people, by different groups. And we're fighting one another because of social media. It's working. The government literally released the same way they release drugs into certain areas. People getting high and fucking. It, the, social media yeah, is the people, new. When, social media is the new drug that the when that, people are at ends. Like, if you think about it, the, the more the more division there is, like divide and conquer. The more division there is in the United States, the more you're not able to focus on like corrupt politics and and the corruption right. that's going on the, and, the, and the money that, like for instance, and make. I won't get slack from it because everybody knows that it's true. There is so much insider trading going on in Congress. Pelosi. Every, <coughs> Pelosi. And not just her. It, oh, she got it, called out on it. She, she, got, got, she got called out. She's the biggest one because she uh, has... She, she had has, her husband doing it. She has better success rates than Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. Right? Or her husband, right? She but, got questioned on it too. Do you think that this everything is... Everything from she, the NVIDIA stock, like dumping the NVIDIA stock yeah. right before the whole Taiwan thing. And, and they've made a boatload of fucking money. And it's like, you cannot, you cannot be that good all the time. You know what's going to happen. Like, you know where the government, what's going to be, you know what's going to be implemented, right? Beforehand, and you know how it's going to affect the stock market. So obviously you could take your money out and put it back in when it's more advantageous to you. So that being said, why wouldn't you do it? Because there's no, and the reason why they do it is because there's no laws against it. And if... She's ninety. How old? I don't know how old. She's Pelosi fucking. She's old, fucking dude. old. I don't she know. Like she the, was so. She was that. I don't. I don't like to bash people, but she's old. No, but but that, but well, first of all, there should be term limits because that there, is there that is ridiculous. The, ridiculous. the amount of time that she was the Speaker of the House right. was ridiculous. But the reason why people stay in Congress so long is because of because of the fact that they can be more advantageous advantageous in the stock market than anybody else, right? Like you have the foresight and knowledge into what's going to happen and how to play your money. So of course, you're not going to give that seat up away. You're in the meetings, you're in the boardrooms, you're in the, you know, you know the play before you're it the mole of your own orchestration. Yes. So if no one's, and then, and then people like, um, the, the most like infamous, uh, insider trader, I guess is, uh, Martha Stewart, you know, she did time for it and everything. Yeah, she wasn't with the, she, she wasn't the elitist of the elite, and she, but she was at her time. But she also got caught. Like there was actual, like, like there was, um, what do you call it? I guess there was a video or like a audio recording or some shit like that, that. But Pelosi got caught. You could say she got caught. There was enough evidence. She was dumping was stock at certain times. Definitely on, man. enough evidence. But she is, look, man, when you look at celebrities, but there, that should be a thing where if you're a public servant, let me ask you a question. You shouldn't be able to partake in. Let's answer this. 
you think Chris Pratt is the elite of the elite? Mm, maybe not. You think Mel Gibson is? No, definitely not. Right. Do you think um, Ashton Kusher is? At one time, probably, but not anymore. Because why? Yeah, the whole child pedophilia, like he went after the pedophilia rings. Mm -hmm. Do you hear the theory about Kobe Bryant? That he, oh yeah, he went to, and that's actually true. He was suing a big pharma company. And then he had a helicopter accident. Yeah. Listen, can't the reason I mentioned when those you, when you when you touch things with money, it makes people upset. Do you think you that like, those actors I mentioned, they're on one side of politics, and they say things that the big big picture, the big big elite don't like? Chris Pratt, when he was saying certain things about religion and anything, he was bashed. Right? Who got bashed in sports? Let's let's go to sports for a little bit because you know we're both sports guys, right? You threw me a curveball I thought was going to take my head off and. It didn't. It was a strike, right? <laughs> now this is going to go, oh, fuck, man. That was an actual curveball. He's not speaking about metaphorical. I, I, I kind of don't want to go this route, but I will, I'll keep it as timid as possible, right? Um, Tim Tebow, first guy to really like take a knee on the field. People bashed him for it because it was religion. And if people don't think there's a war in Christianity, you're dead wrong. But I won't go too far into that. And then in the NFL, people start taking the knee and stuff like that. And it's all about it. Right, right. Like double standards, people in the elite get called up, and Tebow wasn't in the elite. Colin Kaepernick got pulled into the elite. They used him for these stories in the media. Right. You know, granted, some of the, the stories have a really terrible start to the story, but then if you really go in depth and analyze things, and like, um, I, I'll say this because it's like I'm trying to tread carefully here because I don't want people to think, oh, you're Billy. No, it's not at all. Memorial Day weekend just passed. In Chicago, there was over 50 shootings and like over like 20 something homicides. I actually uh, I, I saved the the information on this. So let me actually get the numbers right. Um, but hold on here. Oh, it's really bad in Chicago. And I think just people just, they, well, they've just turned a blind eye to There's it. a reason I'm alluding to this, right? Because we're talking about some crazy stuff right now. And the one thing they actively try to do is take away our weapons. And it's the only thing, I swear to God, the Second Amendment, is, I think, is the only thing from keeping the government, the powers that be, from fully, fully taking over. Right. Because they know, like, oh, like... They, there's a hundred. I mean, look at Canada. You can't buy a gun in Canada. There's a hundred. Some bans, some some number. The there's a hundred kind of hundred million gun owners, legal, law-abiding citizens. Which is crazy to think because hey, if there's a hundred million law-abiding citizens, why are there not more shootings, right? But yeah, it's not like there's a hundred million homicides. Yeah, like there's year. not a hundred million AR-15s walking around shooting people by themselves, the gun itself, right? Yeah. But the, I, I... Definitely one is too many, though. I get people who have experienced, like, you know, a loss in their family. I get it. I, 100%, dude. But the that they're really going hard after that. But I pulled up... I don't know what the report is, but it, it, it's on... Um, I might have to go to my friend's page to actually see this. I know he posted this. Um, let's see real quick. Here we go. Go to his page. Um, the Christianity thing, the Christianity thing you touched on is like it's sort of real. Like I, I've been seeing it, or 
I, I don't think that there's any sensitivity towards Christianity because Christians don't make a big deal about it. So it, it, it gets slide like the it whole says dog. in Christianity in the Bible, it says when someone slaps you on the one cheek, you turn the other cheek, right? Right. So, but the, the report, you could Google it. This Memorial Day weekend in Chicago, there was like over 50 shootings. Did you hear about it on CNN? No. Did you hear about it anywhere? But if one person from a different group, some ethnicity goes and commits a crime, you will hear about that for weeks. And then the whole band of gun things will happen. It's pretty crazy how they manipulate and pick and choose what to report when it comes to shootings. Yeah. Really, really crazy. And they really do use that because, and I'm, I'm like, sorry if this hits the wrong way, but it's factual. But they're really trying to take the whole gun thing and, 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 and run with it because I, and I strongly feel like every country that took away guns, what ended up happening in Australia, they took away guns and crime's pretty low there. I granted, but during COVID you couldn't walk your dog in the street during COVID lockdowns in certain parts of Australia. Yeah. You do that in certain parts of the United States. You're going to fucking take your head off. <laughs> Dude, you could not walk your dog. The government came and pepper sprayed people. It was, it's even crazier in China, like the restrictions. And China, no guns. Australia, no guns. Now Canada, no guns. China has to like, uh, they, you have to get like uh, permission to go into different provinces. Insane. If that happened here in the United States, we would be. You can't get that level of control in the United States. You, I'm telling you, bro, if that, uh, and people, oh, you, guns are bad. Yeah, guns are bad. But people don't realize guns are bad in the hands of bad, bad people. people. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. A knife is bad in the hands of bad you people. You could kill the city. You, you could, could kill you could, 10 people with a knife. Yeah. You can go on a stabbing spree. No one talks about that. Like, for sure. Yeah, there's could, stabbings in New York City. They were just recently. Uh, a I think there was a stabbing spree in New York City not too long ago. There's stabbings every day. There's New York City. Some you're guy not going to go ban Went into a restaurant can. with a gun and just shot random people. Like, right. dude. it, And it's not reported. But there's reasons behind it. Not going to go with full detector. Well, think about it. Like, if you're a government um, and an event happens, like a COVID-19 event. Are you familiar with the Revolutionary War? Yeah. They wanted us to listen to every rule they had, the British, and come here or whatever. They they, 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 they even wanted to take the weaponry and stuff like that. They wanted our you know tax money. They wanted us to be by there. We fought that war and won with guns. Yeah. Had we surrendered and did everything, we would have been speaking like this, having some tea right now, not even allowed to have this conversation. The Queen's English, yeah, dude. It, you know what, man? That there's 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 bigger picture to that, and you can call me a conspiracy theorist. And listen, I know guns are bad; they kill people. Is you know, it's very bad. There has to be. So I only try to like defend to the people that got offended. There has to be some restrictions on guns. There has to be rules. Right. There has, there has to, to be rules. But there are. But there are. There's background checks and everything yeah. like that. But at the end of the day, people are still doing drugs. And people are still going to get guns people illegally are, too. Still, people are going to find ways to, to beat the system no matter what. But people that are like New York City, there's like there was a lawsuit filed recently, some something along the center where New York City is violating Second Amendment rights. And Kathy Hochul's like, I don't care. People aren't going to get guns here. Do you realize that in Texas, everybody's strapped? I went to Texas. I went to Dallas. I went to a bar. Everyone had their gun around their waist. No yeah. one's going to dare fuck with you or try to rob you because they know they're going to get their head blown off. Right. You know what I mean? In New you York City, get, can get you- to the conspiracy about why, why Chicago's so heavily armed? They drop, well- the, We mean armed in the wrong way, like, like negative way. 
Yeah, like like yeah, like bad people. Yeah, firearms yeah, physically. Yeah, yeah. Like why why there's so many firearms in Chicago, um, and and I think that there is. Um, I I guess he's like a. I gotta I gotta look his name up again, but I don't I don't pay attention too much to to those groups. But um, there was a member of the KKK. He said he's he's like we don't we don't fight um, African Americans. We don't we don't go out and kill them. We don't go out and do lynchings. He's like he's like we just drop crates of guns off in their neighborhoods and step back and watch them deteriorate their own city. And that's that's crazy to me because you know that. People who are in impoverished situations are going to do. They're all fighting for the same dollar. You know that bad things are going to happen when you when you give right. them control of their own destiny. And control of your own destiny is a firearm, right? Like you, you can literally take control of people's money, wild people's west. wallets. Yeah. It's the wild west over there, and they they literally and and people talk about it in the city. Like they, there's literal crates that are just and 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 buses that are just dropped off. Not, not buses, but actual vans that they'll just, they'll leave the, the van, like a stolen van, and they'll leave the van and there's hundreds of guns in them and everyone in the Just like when something major happens in the news and they find random buses shipping in bricks and like, to be thrown. But, but this is, but this is, it's like, it's like a self-inflicted wound because we're, we're not just hurting an ethnic group. Like th those are really hateful people that you're going to do, go and do something like that to, to to bring down the population of an ethnic group because you know that that's what they're going to do to one another because they're impoverished to begin with. You're, you're a bad person. And that is at the detriment to your own country, right? You're destroying your country from within. Instead of building people up, they're tearing people down for whatever reason in their mind that mm -hmm. they think that that's correct, you know? Um, but that's what's that those are real actual things that are going on in this country that no one talks about and that's i feel like why political sides don't talk about chicago as much they don't talk about chicago because it goes against the narrative about guns which was what i was trying to say with texas in texas you know that if you try to rob someone someone's pulling a gun on you in new york city do you think if law-abiding citizens were able to carry a handgun you can go outside of we you can go outside of new york city right and you're, you start to have concealed carries. The further up you go, the further south you go in New York. Do you think in New York City, if people were starting, law-abiding citizens, clean record, as it should be, right, had guns, do you think New York City's crime rate would be the way there is? Which they're lying about the crime rate. A report came out. New York City crime rate is down. Bullshit. Bad. Bullshit. I mean, you can't even down. ride the subway. My mom tells me I have to take the subway to Manhattan for something for her I'm, job. I'm, I'm dodging I'm call, fights in I'm calling out of, I'm calling out of work and I'm not letting her take the train because she refuses to drive and I don't blame her. She actually had to go to Manhattan two weeks ago and she took the ferry over here and went to, and got off and was, was fine. I was cool with that. But do you think in New York City of law-abiding citizens, someone like me with clean record, does auxiliary for the police department, someone like you, clean record, carried a gun, and people and robbers who started realizing, oh shit, I'm going to go rob this person. Better think twice. You didn't think twice? You don't think that's going to have some kind of effect on the crime? That's how it should be. But it goes against the narrative. And they're pushing that narrative about guns being bad because if they can take all the guns, balls in their court. I, I, I think that it, it gives them more control over a larger situation that they're trying, that they want, right? If, uh, and I, I'll go back to, I was going to say it earlier. If you have a, a an event, like a COVID-19 event again, and you need to shut down the country for an extensive period of time, for whatever reason, it being manufactured or it being actually real, 
right? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. The, it's more advantageous as a government to have people not armed so that you're able to control them rather than have them go and take control of their resources on their own. If you have to limit people to rations, that's not going to bold over well with free people of the United States. But if they're not armed, it's going to go a little bit more. Better. It's going to go a little bit better and, AKA, and a little bit more in your favor. AKA Venezuela, AKA Cuba, right? AKA China, right? That's it. It literally history repeats itself. It happened in Venezuela. It happened in Cuba. But again, <coughs> to to play the other side, would you want people running around shooting each other for groceries because the the government has to ration people so that everyone can kind of like take their own piece of the pie? For one. Here's a here's the the double edged sword. It's like you no one actually really trusts the government. I don't care if you're left. Well, there are people that do bullshit. Deep no, down, there, there are people. Deep that down do. inside, they know that if there was a fucking asteroid coming tomorrow to slam into the Earth, we wouldn't know about it. They're not gonna fucking tell you. Why would they tell you? That guy wearing a mask. Maybe they'll tell you when it gets close enough and you can see that it's about to happen. That guy wearing a mask in the car by himself. Or herself, or themselves, or they self, or whatever. Right. Wearing the mask in the car to this day, after everything came out, new reports, even the CDC, CNN, everybody reporting it. The who? Yeah. But there's the extreme. Wearing, there's extreme there, unfortunately, there's extreme people that they, that they're. They obsessive. believe in the government. But that's a that's a. We're talking about like people. There there are people all over the country that have mental health issues, right? Like, um, hold that thought. We're gonna take a momentary pause. And we're back. Joey, go ahead, finish that thought. We had to take a pause right Man, there. Man, uh, you're going to have to backtrack me a little bit. Um, where was I? I was... Um, do you know that last statement that I made? Oh, man. Because we, we, we just paused. And then we start talking about other stuff. And we're so. talking, yeah. But, you know, I think it's advantageous for us as a country to recognize instead of scrutinizing one another recognize the problems that we have collectively and recognize the fallacies that are in the media and acknowledge them on both ends of the spectrum right the the lies on the right the lies on the left and come to a middle ground but that's the problem the problem is is there is that when they see like recently i saw a video and it was in the title of the video was they don't want to see this. And it was uh, a BLM rally and then like some kind of like conservative rally. And something happened in the in like the very beginning of the rally where both sides came together. They started hugging and like it got me emotional because like, like that's what you want to see. The media will not ever let that be aired ever on on the media. But you see it on social media. They don't like when we come together because if we came together and we're like, you know what? Let's have these conversations at the table and sit and discuss it. And then we'd truly be the greatest superpower But ever. they don't want that because... Because people are the, making money in this country. Just exactly what I was going to say. The divide makes money. Yeah. And we were on break. We were just talking about the, the prison industrial complex. There's so That's much... That's what it was. There's so much money being made that like, of course, they're, they, don't wanna, they don't want unity. There's bil literally billions of dollars. These are industries that are this billions goes with of dollars something rich. That I'm going to bring up right now. Very correlated. So, very of course, they don't want unity. And they're going to shun it at any moment. 
that they can. Especially like if you, if you're a special interest vested uh, investor, and and like let's say for instance, I Joey Ayala own uh, a prison. I make hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, over the course of 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 my lifetime, right? Um, and there's all these other private sector companies that are also making money off of me. I'm going to, I'm going to entice other individuals to play out my narrative so that I can continue to make money so that I can continue to get prisoners in my prisons. So people who are of the impression that that's not actually happening, they're dead wrong. That that is happening in our country. It's funny people you said, are being bribed. The the this point yeah. that you just made, this whole do you realize because of the money situation with the prisons, mm -hmm. right? Industrial prisons, right? Do you realize that our vice president was keeping people for petty crimes in prison? I believe in California, Kamala Harris was some her. Oh yeah, yeah. She, wasn't she a judge? No, I don't know if she was a judge, but she kept people oh, in pr in prison for things like weed, which is now perfectly yeah. legal. She got a lot of heat for that too. Yeah, she got heat for it. But what happened? She got voted in. With Joe Biden, she kept people, and you know the ethnicity of those people. Majority of them black, and she claims she's black. She's not. She's no. like Native American or, or or Indian. Actually, Indian. I haven't looked into that. And she kept them in there because it was better for them to be in there to make the money and and work as, instead of letting them out for the petty crimes like selling a dime bag or smoking weed. She kept them in there. And it goes right what you were just saying. I mean, and that's a fact. You can check me on it. But here's the thing: like, is um, is it really her, or is she being told to do this? You know what I mean? See, that's the see, that's the thing. Because Does she have actual control. Does what, the president have control of the country? No. I, that's why I think people. I think that's why they has any president really ever had control of the country? Yes. I and they know. one is well one I'm, is one, I'm going to say he tried to JFK I I, JFK definitely JFK he tried and that's to. why he tries why he's dead and forgive me for saying this because I know his name is a bad bad Donald Trump he was not supposed to be elected they were smearing him with the Russian stuff with the girl stuff where he was racist he was this he was never a racist before he ran for president right right and he got in he beat the system the right way. And he got voted in. And he wasn't the puppet they wanted. And, and, and I he still, did it. And I still don't think he had control of the country. Like you're a face of the leading of the leader of the free world. Well, he did the. I don't. I don't. I. My personal opinion is that I don't believe that any presidents ever had true control. I think. I, I think, think the the rogue, not the rogue, but I think that the NSA, the, the CIA, and the FBI collectively run the United when States. When he did the COVID warp, the warp speed thing, and who owns lot, them? Not a lot of people wanted because they knew that when that vaccine came out, people people started like people like me knew that was going to be mandated. People when he said when he mentioned the COVID vaccine, people booed him. That was like the first time I ever heard him be booed by his crowd. Oh, by the way, I just looked it up. It says Kamala Harris was a district attorney in California. Right. District attorney. So yeah. she had the power. But she had literally had. But you, you're not going to go against big interests. You're not going to go against right. big money. Especially if people like come to you and they're like, listen, you're going to do this for us or you're dead or like, you know what I mean? That like, when Trump. Or your political careers. They over. were going after him so hard. They still going after him hard because they know that he's not going to play ball.
That's why his four years of his presidency was living hell and that man stood his ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when he came to the vaccines, that's where he lost the control, I think. I think they were like, you got to get this out there. There's probably money in it for you. He's like, okay, Project Warp Speed. I can't do a Trump impersonation, but Project Warp Speed is going to be the best. I warped speed this. You know, I can't do his impression, but he did it. And that was the first time I ever got him boot. And I think that's when he lost control of his presidency with that whole vaccine thing. Mm -hmm. Or he was genuinely trying to help people. Because you know what? When I was working at the hospital, I asked, uh, I was working under one of the head nurses. And his job in that hospital was he was the head nurse and the person that would like train the nurses for like, you know, for everything in the hospital. And I asked him one day, I was taking him to the train station. He asked me, can you drive me to the train station? I said, yeah, sure. Um, and that was his way of giving me like a little extra money, like, you know, being on the clock. Like, can you drive me to the train station and punch out? I said, yeah, sure, whatever. Obviously, there was no traffic, so it wasn't that much overtime, but whatever. And um, he was, I asked him, uh, you know, heart-to-heart conversation. We'd have conversations. I said, uh, his name was Tony. I won't say his last name, but like, Tony, um. What do you think it's going to take for this for this pandemic to, you know, start to get to a, a medium, you know, a medium or, or at least an end? And he said he was like a vaccine, you know, he, he, he knew he's, you know, he's a medical professional. So, yeah, I guess I hope they make it soon. I said it earlier. I hope they make it soon. But little did we know the controversy and, and everything that would ensue from that. You know, it's crazy. Next topic. Go ahead. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, this one I like. I had a I, he's, he that episode I did about Epstein is on my top ten most listened to. And uh, to say what again, Billy? There's Parker. a wild new theory out, and I don't even know if it's a theory. You heard the regular stuff. I spoke about it. I won't repeat. He did not commit suicide. There was a second autopsy done. It was in it was in conjunction with strangulation. We are very very aware that this man didn't kill himself. Even people on the left say it. So there's no there's no playing parties here. He didn't kill himself. Glazine Maxwell, his guma, as we'd say, she was either the- literally gave the names, and the fucking judge sealed all the names that visited that island. Of course, how is that able to happen? So Prince is on there. T- Tell me this new theory because I didn't hear it. Yet. Or I might I might have. So- I just. Now, now we, we already talked about like how the NSA, the FBI, and the CIA are these um, – these, and I'm not going to say complete, but there are, there are these <coughs> secret societies, rogue elements within that have infiltrated the – like I already said, bad people seek positions of power. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Secret organizations also seek positions of power. Um, so within – these organizations, um, they hire individuals to complete certain tasks. And it is rumored that Jeffrey Epstein is was a informative. I heard this. He was, was an was an NSA agent. Yes, he was an agent. Yes, I did hear this. And mm-hmm. his his mission was to get dirt on these people. On people of yep, power so I that did they can this. be controlled. Mm-hmm. And what what government organization? Not what government organization. What secret organization is behind the scenes in the NSA doing these things? Right, whoever it is, whatever it is, whatever group it is, is trying to seek control over the people in the highest places that have the most influence. 
right? Jesus if you have control of him. It's so crazy. It's bro. crazy. Holy shit, man. And he, he may have been, it makes sense. Like it, his job may have been to, to get these, these men of power to have, uh, sex with young minor women and boom. I heard like, this. And now you and, have, now you have dirt on everything. And it was on, on a list, which is sealed. And there was flight logs, which is sealed, and it was on camera. And you, this is how you know that that people are upset about it that are in high places. We get a knock on the door tonight. Because, don't answer the door. Yeah, I know. Don't answer. Don't the, answer the door. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais gave the most crazy Oscar speech of all time, and when he brought up Jeffrey Epstein, the silence, the in fear the crowd in people's the, faces you, when the cameras panned. You could tell who was on that island and who wasn't on yeah, that yeah, island. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you could tell the right cameras there. Cameras panned to specific individuals. Who, like it was it must have been a planned thing. I don't know, but the silence was there, and he was like, "I know, I know, he's your friend." I don't give a fuck. I'm going to talk about him anyway. Oh, and everyone man. was like, oh, you know, like, like right away they were like, oh, instead of laughing, like if it wasn't true, you're going to laugh about it. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like everyone was generally upset that he was bringing that fucking person up. And reason being is because that specific individual has dirt on a lot of people. And the reason why he was like, oh, I know, I know he's your friend. If he's your friend, what does that mean? Like if you're friends with Jeffrey Epstein, I'm trying to pull up his. I have to play it. You have to play it. it was it, it? It was the opening speech, right? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I just uh, just type in Ricky Gervais, Jeffrey Epstein, and it comes up. Hold on. I think I have it. I hate these ads. It's time to start playing, paying for a YouTube premium. <laughs> Welcome to the 77th annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, you'll you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards. So oh, he already knows. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English, and wait till that Hollywood episode in two weeks. I have no idea what Twitter is, so I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So yeah, remember that. Um, but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no. Shush. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone. Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, no, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. 
He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, two popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I nice. don't care. You can see this guy's face that they're talking about, bro. Holy shit. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, Hollywood episode two weeks. So, going to cover some of this. We were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. Mm. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix. You win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Mm, here we go. Here we go. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. The look on people's faces. The whole front row is quiet. The crowd laughed, but the whole front row is quiet. Most films are awful, lazy, remakes. I won't play it all. All the celebrities were not laughing. Their faces were just dropped. What Adam Driver? He laughed. Ex Marine. He was like, not definitely not there, but like, fucking. Listen, bro. Like Rob De Niro. Yeah, Rob De Niro. He, he, he looked stayed quiet. Very quiet. Al Pacino. I mean, Pacino's like, listen, he he just had a baby. <laughs> oh my <laughs> he's god, seventy something years what old. What is going? Did on? you see that? Yeah, he's, he Rob De Niro. Rob De Niro too. He's in his seventies. Like he, that. he's he's his his girlfriend is 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 pregnant. De Niro. Oh, Pacino's in his eighties actually. Yeah, and De Niro. Too, Crazy. Dude, this guy's got like months left, maybe in two in two <laughs> weeks. If we're not if we're still like you know we're not canceled. Uh, I have someone who's heavy, you know, um, Dario. Yeah, yeah. He um, he's affiliated with like acting in Hollywood. He was in um, he was in a. Cold- Am I gonna be on this episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. He's I, uh, I don't want to like. We'll we'll get to it, and I'll ask him beforehand. But there's some questions, you know. He, he's in TV and film. Well, more. We're gonna pop. we're gonna get he. We're gonna do a ghost story about Hollywood. It's a ghost. It's a famous ghost story with the Hollywood sign. Right. So there's right. gonna be some paranormal in it. Some, some conspiracy, some Harvey Weinstein stuff, some Epstein stuff. Uh, his ideas on why uh, Hollywood is failing and all these reboots. His ideas of new takes on what what can make TV and movies better. It's gonna be a good episode. Um, so we're gonna get into that in a couple of weeks with him. Um, yeah, because there's there's some wild stuff. Like I don't know if you recently. Uh, the Lawrence brothers have their own podcast. I forgot the name of the podcast, but everybody knows who the Lawrence brothers mm. are. They're pretty famous. They were on the Disney, Disney channel for years. One of them was famous for Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, the one that was on Mrs. Doubtfire was, was talking about his personal experiences. Yeah. The guy, he was the one from Boy Meets World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he was saying that he was um, propositioned for a role in, as a big Marvel superhero character. And 
his agency sent him to a hotel room to have a meeting. And I guess he knew that it was a hotel room when he, I guess maybe he thought that it was like a, I don't know what you think it is or why you would go. Well, hotel, he, hotels have, yeah, they have like these conference rooms. Right. And stuff they like have, that. they actually have like wedding venue places too. He didn't, he didn't elaborate, but what he did say was, is that he was propositioned. He thought it was weird, but he was propositioned by this big wig in Marvel that he said, basically take off your clothes and you'll be the next big thing. That, that he wanted to take pictures of him or something like that. Bullshit. Obviously, he wanted more than just pictures. Like, but this is what goes on in Hollywood. It's like, and it just, to say to say, oh no, that doesn't happen. Well, well, what the hell happened with Harvey Weinstein? Then why is he in trouble? You know what I mean? Like that's still going so on. I can give. This day. I can give a spoiler alert. I don't think he's going to go to that extent because I don't think he's been that far into Hollywood. However, I give you some of his. Resume. He's he was in a Coldplay video that was filmed in Ukraine. He was in 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 that video. He was in Red Dead Redemption Two, mm. video game. Um, and he was in a couple of TV shows. Um, he was also in like the Jersey Shore. He was in in the yeah, midst yeah, of that. He knows Ronnie. That's where I think his Hollywood stuff started. Because real newsflash: reality shows are not reality shows. <laughs> like. Ronnie's personally told me that it's acting. Yeah, it's acting. Um, but that's for in two weeks. But Jeffrey Epstein, the media really reported it because it happened and it was right out there. But what the media is not reporting is like newfound stuff that's coming out. The media is not reporting. Have you heard the media? Try to do, except for select stations. Have you heard the media report why we can't see that list? No. No. I mean, like, that list. My best guess is that it compromises somebody big in politics. Absolutely. 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 You know who is or, or maybe, do you maybe know? not even a political. Like, you we, said we already know that Prince Andrew was on Epstein's Island. Well, we don't know, but. No, we, she, she, I think she paid like. Two million. The queen paid like two million dollars or something. Google it. You it comes up right away. But, the queen but, paid two but, million dollars but, for some but kind the, of like. But some of the media is like, no, we don't know because it's. Listen, you know who's supposed to be on that list? Who has like a painting in his personal house that wasn't on the island? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Two presidents, former presidents. Everybody knows. He was. He, it's no surprise either. He wasn't the most virtuous president of all time. Everyone knows what he did in the Oval Office and he lied about it. And they, oh, they lied about it? No. <laughs> You're lying? Come on. Dude, the, the, the moral of the story in, in, in with the episode, this, this, this episode, this whole premise of this episode is that what I've said on other episodes when you've been on and when you before you came on, is that you cannot trust the media because things that were labeled conspiracies have come true. Things that weren't reported are vaguely reported or not reported at all. And if you heard my monologue, the private reporters and people like myself and like Joey now that do these podcasts, even though you think podcasts are not reputable news places, maybe this episode helped you, helped to enlighten you on what you should be doing when you watch the news is going in depth 
and you've heard me say this plenty of times, going in depth and actually researching for yourself. Because if you did it during COVID or you did it during presidential elections or you did it during Epstein's whole thing before he died and after he died, you will find information that makes you question a lot of things. For sure. And ask questions. And what the media doesn't want you to do, as we saw during COVID and why doctors were being shadow banned and public figures were being shadow banned and even songs on iTunes shadow banned because they're going against current situations. You have to do your information and do in-depth and orchestrate your own opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. Because in the last two, three months, we have seen that not only the media is dishonest, but our own government agencies like the FBI, the CIA with the JFK thing, these documents, Congress holding the FBI or the House holding FBI in contempt, it's going to show you that A lot of things that are being reported are done on purpose. A lot of things that are not being reported are done on purpose. And we're not living in an honest society and we're not living in honest media like times. It's just not honest. And you have to be able to do your own in, in, you know, in-depth research. Now, whether you believe this episode was informative or not, Joey and I do a lot of research prior to every single episode, whether it be a haunted house or something related to UFOs. Joey takes the time every week. I take the time every week. The monologue is very formulated with Google and other help. (laughs) But we give a lot of time to give you this information. And you don't have to do it via a podcast, whether it be the Say What Again Billy podcast or any other podcast you listen to. But take the time to do your research and look up your own information to formulate whether or not the news or one news station is actually being truthful. Because nowadays, the news is not truthful. Mm. It is not truthful. And they're giving you what they want you to know so that you can walk outside and literally follow the master plan. There is 110% powers that be working beyond the government. That deep state, that that swamp that we've heard, that terminology. Yeah, yeah. There is definitely other things, other bigger entities at play. Oh, J- and, I mean, JFK alluded to it the most when he talked about the secret societies. You know, when whenever anyone mentions the swamp or whatever else, it's basically what it is. It's, it's just the remnants of what JFK was disclosed to the American people all those years ago in his famous speech. Pink mist. Mm -hmm. It ended up being pink mist. It's a, it's, if you listen to that that speech is actually really hard to find on YouTube. I wonder why. Yeah. I I have it saved. I had it saved on a few different pages and it disappeared. I still have one. I have. It's showing it. I had the pandemic documentary on my phone. Yeah. They're going to take that off because it is fucking gone. Even rumble or other like, uh, there was other pages similar to YouTube that had it, and they're not there no more. Right. It is crazy. How I don't think that disagree. they should take those things off. It just like even if it's false, leave it up because it I just wish creates controversy. I had it to play so that I can show how much of that quote unquote bullshit documentary. Because my aunt, actually, my aunt was actually my aunt was like, it's bullshit. I was like, okay, how much of it now 
three years later, right? Three years? Three years. Is is some factual is, is, is some most factual. Jeez. It's, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I sent it to you via WhatsApp. Oh, okay. And because so WhatsApp is like the only app that you can send like long media to from different phones. I got to turn on notifications for that. Like iPhone to, uh, have you deleted any of my chats from WhatsApp? No, no, it's, it's got to be, I haven't been on WhatsApp in a while. You know what? If you want to take a gamble and see if it's still on there, it might be on there, dude. I, 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 let me see, let me check my WhatsApp because it still might be on there, dude. I'm going back. Mm. I might have sent my friend, another friend, that documentary. No. Oh, man. I got softball chats in here. Oh, man. I, sh- I don't even. It might be gone. It might be gone. It Hopefully might be gone. gone. Um. Oh, wait a second. I have my old coworker on here, and no, it's gone. Is I wonder if there's a deleted a deleted box on here. Anyways, it's gone somehow, some way. It's gone, and and it was pretty informative, and especially three years later. And moral of the story, premise of this podcast is do your research. Because the the parties, these parties, these political parties, is just the way to turn one another against each other, and the media is a big, big like puppet. You know, you got those puppets on the string. The puppet is is the media. The strings are the politicians and the government, and the the master of the puppets is the person whose hand is on the wood that right. that plays the whole thing. And we're just, unfortunately, pawns and everything. And there's people like you and I that can talk about this stuff. Joe Rogan. That's why Joe Rogan, he, he, they went after him. They I'm a neutral, man. I, I'm like, go with the flow. If somebody gives me some current relevant information that's actually legit, I'm like, ooh, I guess I can't I get, really do I can't. I'll leave off on this, and it's unfortunate. How do you argue something that's, you know. I've lost so many friends because of things on TV. And I used to play softball with this guy on this, on this team. And I, we, me and him got really close because of softball. And then a certain time period came and he said, I'm telling you, he's going to get bagged because this is what he did. He did this and he did that. And I'm like, no, he didn't, dude. And I wish I still had contact with him to this day because I would go back to him and be like, dude, listen, sorry for not talking to you. You know, like, we let politics break us up. But uh, listen, dude, you. You see what's coming out on the news? There's a friend that was on one side at one point, and I see him posting things. I'm like, holy shit, you really took a left turn. Or I should say a right turn. <laughs> I mean, like... He- well, he's like I said, I said it earlier. I said people who are objective and they start to see lies being told on one side of politics and lies being told on the other side of politics can can be in the middle and then start recognizing when... Someone's bullshit. When someone's bullshit comes through. Yeah. So. Crazy stuff, man. But I think this was a great episode. I and do too. next week, 
we uh, we take a turn to the world of diets and the bullshit that people are telling us about diets, which we kind of touched on vaguely in this episode. Yeah, yeah. You know, you were saying that, you know, you take someone to a pediatrician and you have to follow their diet. They shouldn't be giving your kid a diet because they're not a dietitian. They're not a dietitian. Or a nutritionist. Or a nutritionist. Yep. They, next they week. We're sending you to a, a doctor. Next week, we're going. Specializes. We're going into that. And there's a lot of stuff we can cover within that. And then a week after that, it's going to be the Hollywood episode. And then I go to the website and I update the upcoming lists. And, um, you know, I have done an episode for the last, I believe, five or six months without taking a week off. So in July, when I go on vacation, there won't be an episode, but that's still a long way away. Yeah. I got to take, I got to take a break, man. Take a break. I got to take a break. I might do a short episode for out there because, uh, there's a part of where I vacation to, um, that, that there's two parts of that Island that make it a call in episode. Yeah. That are haunted. We'll do a call-in episode, and we'll do like a live on the scene. Um, in, in LBI, Barnegat Lighthouse is supposed to be haunted. Like the ship like some, like some, the ship sunk right off the coast over there, and you could still see that. Something's along that lines. I have to get the, the full-on story. But um, something happens out there. So we might do something, maybe something small, like a 20, 30-minute episode, like, like the old days. I used to do, believe it or not, I used to do 30, 40-minute episodes. That was it. That was it. Now we're fucking now like, we're, we're like, stuff. yeah, we're covered. We're in depth. It, you know, it, it's good stuff. But, um, all right, guys. So, uh, Joey's going to do the, uh, thank you to Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have it memorized. Oh my God. Well, I like to as thanks, many times as I heard it. I like to thank Spotify for podcasts, casters for doing this episode tonight, for allowing us to do this episode tonight on conspiracies from COVID to Jeffrey Epstein to JFK to many other things that we covered tonight. And if you don't know about Spotify for Podcasters, it is the free app that allows you to get your podcasting idea out there free of charge. If you have a phone, tablet, or computer, download Spotify for Podcasters so that you can get your podcast idea out there. And again, it is 100% free, and that is what I use to get the Say What Again Billy podcast out there and giving you this episode full of conspiracies. So thank you to Spotify for Podcasters for getting this episode out there. Guys, got to go download them. If you have an idea, one of my friends told me three years, two years ago about it, and I never looked back. I use them every single week. It's really good. They're formerly known as Anchor. So thanks to Spotify for podcasters. Joey? I could have never done that. You got to write that down next time. I, I do it every week. It's different. It's, <laughs> it's in my head embedded. I've been doing it for like, I don't know how long now, but yeah, it's it's embedded in my head. But this is, dude, this is one hell of an episode. We covered a lot. Um Hope that no one took anything to heart. We really just spoke from, you know, from like facts and things. I don't think we said anything. No, we're we're good. You know, I don't want to like go back to where you're fired. (laughs) There is that old saying, like, how arrogant is it to walk around to think that you shouldn't hear anything offensive in life, period. Like, what's that saying? I'm going to fuck it up. You're always going to hear things that are offensive. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say this to end the episode and be wrong, but it's a. Believe, don't believe what you see or what you hear, but what only what you see, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I fucked it up. You did, but I get, I, I've, yeah. I've heard it, so yeah. I, I, I understand. Believe half yeah, of what you hear, half of what you hear, and all of what you see, something like that. But see, this, that like is that, like yeah. the epitome of what you should like, what you should take off from this episode for sure. Joey, till next week. Yes, sir. Alrighty, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.